We're bringing the fun. We're bringing the thunder. We are thunder. Flesh and blood down under. Whoop, whoop. We've got a returning guest team. Oh, yes. But before we get started, this is a call to action. Jeez, we only have like 660 subs and our videos get way more views than that. Way more. We've got views on this channel that have over 3,000 views. So please, please, we don't often ask you, and you better do it if you haven't already. We love you. We love you all. But please, we like the encouragement. We love the support. Hit that subscribe button because we want to hit that 1K real quick, team. And we've got a lot planned for the new year, don't we, Fluke? Also, it's not true. I ask every episode at the end when people aren't <laughs> watching at all, which is very bad etiquette. Big plans. Patreon uh, is coming. More travel. We'll, we'll give you, start saving some pennies for us broke funder. Look, we just want help with the tickets to get overseas. That's what we want. We don't want money. We want to take funder on the road. Worlds was a big eye opener. I mean, we got the professor. There's a good chance we get James Wyatt soon. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah, we have a lot planned for the new year. There's some big events. We've already had the uh, announcement, I guess, the high-level plan for what OP is going to look mm-hmm. like in 2023. Uh, We've already started planning. We have. We have. Um, and plus, you get to go out and see the fans, right? Like that, That's <laughs> the other thing too. They come support you. You get to go see them. We, we've already agreed... We care less about playing those big events than recording Thunder right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, if if we qualify for Worlds, I feel like we'll want to play. Yeah, yeah. But the focus is go and enjoy the community. And, and Thunder is a really fun way to enjoy it because you, you snapshot. Yeah. Like our chats with each single one of those people. They're people we hung out with that yeah. weekend, etc. Mr. Healy, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. Where did you come in from? You were overseas like three different countries. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I've, I've just spent the last three, four months in Taiwan running mm-hmm. Fable Distribution out of there. And uh, as a part of that, it's been like going and visiting all the markets we distribute to. So uh, Thailand, Vietnam, uh Japan very shortly. Um, I thought you're not allowed to talk about it. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> look, I, I was in Japan for, for conversations with, with, with partners and stuff, which is it's good. Right, this already got cut out of the podcast. Okay, no good, one's good, seen yep. it. Uh, look, edit, cut. <laughs> yes. nah, um, but it was a good chance to like see all the different markets and how they work. And like, it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like I know a lot of retailers have the same problems in different markets, but there's a lot of actual like, you know, markets all work differently. Singapore, very saturated, but mm-hmm. Thailand... It's even crazy. Like all the stores collaborate and work with each other. I walked into one store and they were running an event and like the judge that was running the event actually owned another store and was like judging. In another well, and store. that was in Thailand? Yeah, in Thailand. Wow. And, and so none of the stores- Is that a cultural thing? You think that's why they collaborate or what's, what's, what do you I'm sure boil every, that down to? I, I'm sure there's all these listeners from Thailand- uh, <laughs> Typing like, the answers. You know, yeah, yeah. Like that- Uh, probably listening to this and probably don't think it's the same. But when I was over there, like a lot of the stores collaborate and they actually work with each other. And like, they definitely don't do some of the stuff that I've seen in the market where, you know how somebody will just open up a store right next door to another store. Like they don't do that. Like there's like, they all consciously think, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to open a store and it's not going to be another next to another store. Right. So you would think that would be just common sense, but in a lot of markets, they'll just open up a store right next door to them and be like, yeah, cool. We'll just share the customer base or like the player base, which is not healthy for everyone because, you know, competition's good. But when you're like literally dividing communities, sometimes it's mm. not not too healthy. And so some markets you see that. But Thailand, they live very collaborative. They work together, especially when it comes to big events. Um, they'll make sure that every store is like kind of working towards promoting that big event, which is 
you know, crazy if you think about that in your local game store style environment here. So. What's the play base like in Thailand? Has it been growing in 2022? Yeah. I think um, I think what's happened with Flesh and Blood over there is a lot of, like, I, I don't know if you guys, you know, I watch it a lot to see where all the competitive players in our region, and we had really good representation at Worlds from Asia, uh, which was really, really good. But, like, some of the big name players and some of the, the winners of major events have all come from Thailand. So for such a small population or, like, small, you know, a TCG community, they're taking names and kicking backsides. So, you know, the, the, the fact is, is, like... A lot of these stores are sponsoring teams to bring people to all these major events. So they'll they'll come out to Singapore, they'll come out to Malaysia. So I'm going to shout out like Tortuga Games, like the owner of that and th- those group of guys are, you know, um, working really hard to promote that Thailand scene overseas. And so, like I said, if you see their crew out at a tournament, they're not pushovers, right? Mm. So. You know, hopefully they come out to, to Auckland and uh, come out to the Callings and the Battle Hardens next year because I'm sure they'll make a name for themselves again. And you're TOing the Auckland Calling, which is coming up 24th, 25th of February? Yeah, look, uh, our, our um, group, the Fable Events, will be working with um, Cerberus Games and LSS, of course, to, to get the calling out there in February. But... Look, I don't do any of the work. I I have all my my people do all the work. Uh, I just try to make sure it doesn't all explode and just runs as smoothly. Singapore as was great. So, l- like the last event I went, that Fable ran. You were there. Yeah, that was yeah. your first big event, right? Yeah, like was, you personally for Flesh and Blood. Yeah, I don't know if I was on the podcast after the event or before it, but I, I a tear came down, rolled down my cheek when I was at that event because it was a little bit of like nostalgia of like mm. the community really needs this. Like it's just. It's fantastic to have all these people together, you know, players, vendors, you know, artists, you know, James White was out there, but it was just something special. Like, I don't know. I, it's hard to put into words, but like when you're, you're like, there. I think the old magic thing keeps getting repeated to it, me. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's what, th- that's the glory days. Now, that's actually specifically what James is trying to do with the OP is yeah. bring back what was good. But it's it's like our Disneyland, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like when you're on that trip and you go out there with the boys and you're enjoying it and you go out to the stores and then everybody's practicing the event and you just go out there and you have so much fun for like the weekend. It's just, you don't want it to end, mm. <laughs> you know? It was just kind of like, all right, cool. The Sunday was coming up. I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is all over now. I'm going to have to find my next one. So yeah. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, like, yeah. Shout out to like even the judge staff. Yeah. I remember like that draft. Yeah, yeah. Because drafts are hard to run at big events, I feel. Yes. Like how they did it, you know, there'd be a table that was slow. They'd put a hand up. The main judge could see them. He'd slow roll the rest of the room till that table caught up. It was very well done. And that was not LSS judges. That was actual, like, community judge, local judges. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely big shout out to the judges. You know, I know they've probably been rusty for main events, but they were hitting all cylinders for that event. Uh, not only that, you know... Uh, we brought out some partners from the US to come give us some feedback on the event as well. So we learned a lot from that event as well. So I think what we want to do is make them bigger and better every single time. And Singapore for us was a huge success. And hopefully, you know, Auckland, once again, we get a good turnout for that. And I think the the fans there expect a little bit more than everywhere else because it is the home the home of uh, yeah, but they haven't had that many events they should just be happy with what they get right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but I think the fans there expect it to you know 
Yeah, when you're at home, when you're in your home ground, and we also want to make sure that, you know, we treat the, the New Zealand fans, you know, the way they should be treated, which is, you know, with utmost respect, because those are the guys that pioneered the game over there, and I'm sure they're going to want to come out and have a good experience. There's something, like, really magical about big events. You've been coming to big events now, John. Um, you know, how many big events have you done? You've been to Worlds, you've been to two Pro Little Tours. Jersey. You know, San Jose. You've been to Nats, which isn't massive, but it's still a big event. So, like, it's really hard to put into wor- uh, words. I tell people, even people yeah. that play the game that have not yet been able to attend a big event, like, you you just, you know, comment it. It is like our Disneyland. Like, mm-hmm. I can't express enough, um, you know, the vibe and the atmosphere when you're in a room with, th- you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 of your peers or other people that you, you may not know, but you're all there for the same thing. You all have something in common, mm. okay? You all you all have that commonality that, and you all love the same thing. It's very special. I don't think outside of like maybe attending a big sport event, yeah. but a sport event might only go for an hour or two. You yeah. know, this you get to enjoy over a whole weekend. So really, if you, if you listen to this um, pod and you, you want to set some goals for 2023 and you haven't been able to go to a big event, um, you, you should, it should be at the top of your list. Oh, it's, it I feel really like is. New Zealand as a destination, it, it's, so, you know, people at Worlds got to meet James White, but you know, the line was two, three hours <laughs> long. New Zealand's going to be not just James, I think pretty much everyone that works at LSS will come. Yeah, I've yeah. already, like, MJ's coming, uh, Sam Yang will be there. Like, people that are unlikely to travel out, um, but it'll be a smaller event. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a smaller country and much further away. So if you're financially able or you've always thought about visiting it, I feel like it, it's it's going to be a big event, but it's going to be small enough that you'll get a lot more access, a lot more fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I won't miss I mean, we're close to it, but I'm talking to the Americans. Like, we, we went to the US and France. Like, that's crazy trip, jet lag. That's what you have to experience to get to New Zealand. But the opposite, what's happening is you're coming to a smaller country, smaller event, more personable. Yeah, it's funny you say that, right? Because, like, I, I know if you're in Australia, look, it's a no-brainer for you. Mm. It's literally a couple of hours. Like, no difference from going... Sleep from, on someone's couch. Yeah, yeah. But, like, no difference from going to Sydney to Melbourne, right? So, it's it's a short trip. But I've hit, been already hit up by people in Europe that want to fly over because it's, like I said, the home of mm. flesh and blood. They want to go out and see it in the, their own backyard. So... Look, I'm sure there'll be people travel from overseas, but I think on the same note of like big events, it's like the first one to like, you know, cap off 2023. So it's like, mm. hey, might as well get out to, to It's to also know. the last event before Outsiders. Yes. Like this meta, we're not going to see a major event with Dynasty meta. I don't know. It's not something mm. no one's talking about, yeah, but there's yeah, been no true. major, major Dynasty event. Yeah. This will be it. Yeah. Oh, no, you have the, you have Indy. You have no, no, I, what I'm Indy. saying when I say big, like, all the pro tours, whatever, yep. like this is the only, there's two or three callings. Two. Right? Two callings, a couple of battle hardens. That's yep. it. That's it. Like this is it. This is the, if you're enjoying the meta, this is like one of your only chances to play it at a high level. And people are saying this is one of the best classic constructed metas in the history Man, of the game. Who's saying that? Phil Mackay? No, a lot of people saying this is the best. Like, it, like everything seems playable. I, I feel like there's bands coming. I do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> My testing tells oh, me. Oh, man. Right. Dash, Dash is just out of control. They play bright. Dash is an easy win, mate. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But yeah, you've got to out-aggro it, which a lot of decks can't. Like, it's... it's Anyway, it's... <laughs> have you been? How much do you play? When it, like, obviously, working is working, right? But Yeah, it's funny, right? Like... It, <sighs> 
when I worked at Wizards back in the day, it was like I never played any Magic, and yes. now and then I played more Flesh and Blood <laughs> when I was there, and then now I work uh, doing distributions. Like I don't play as much as I want to, mm. but when I do get a chance, I just try to mellow out that whole day and just play as much as I can. What do you play? Um, so I played Prism CC, and obviously got banned. So I'm like, I've been picking up uh, Altum. And I feel dirty. Uh, you should feel dirty. <laughs> what I feel, the heck? I, I, I definitely feel dirty playing it. So you should. Uh, only because sometimes I'm like sitting there watching the cards flick off the top of their deck and it's just like, it's getting smaller and smaller and I'm just sitting there just going, yeah, like I just keep blocking everything. And then it's it just... And then I just see like their futileness of just like, okay, I can't really beat you anymore. Let's just concede. I'm like, okay. Have cool. you played an aggro deck in Fab yet? Uh, I played uh, Blitz like Ira, like when I first sure. started. Uh, I've been playing some Prism Commoner, and that's super fun. As long as you don't run into a brute, <laughs> then your day is pretty much over. It's just like, yeah, all right, you got me. Cool. Let's move on to another game. Um, what are the popular format in. Um, Taiwan, do they play commoner there? Uh, they play mainly Blitz over there. I think that's a, a, a probably a reflection of the Asian market in general. They like the quicker format, uh, plus the cards, obviously the value of cards, so the disposable income they spend on cards. But I think on, on the flip side too, it's like a lot of like early day fab was Blitz, so everybody's got it, right? Yep. So now they're starting to have to play CC because the big events are all CC. Mm. So, you know, the more and more competitive it gets over there, you'll find that, like, yeah, the communities, the communities that play a lot of CC, very competitive community. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, but you sort of need to start in Blitz. Like, because it's, you know, if you're going to run a learn to play, yep. it's hard to run a learn to play in CC. Of course. I oh, got a sideboard. Like, it's just easier to go, here's some Ira decks or classic yeah. battles. And we ran on recently locally, like, Blitz is the way. I would... If, if I was teaching a friend one-on-one, yep. I would want it in CC. Like, mm. if it was just me and a mate, I'd be like, listen, it's going to go for a couple of hours probably, our first game yep. ever, but you're gonna, I'm going to hit you and then you're going to have a chance to hit me back. Yep. Blitz, because as, as casual as you want to call it, yep. Blitz is not casual. It's <laughs> quite cutthroat yeah, and it's very, very, very punishing if you make a yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. So for a new player, I'd actually rather give him a CC deck. Yes. And go, look, here's what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not sure what to do, block. But then if you see some cards that feel powerful, hit me back. At least they'll, they'll like, Blitz games can end 20 0 yeah, often yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. CC is very unlikely to go 40 0. Very unlikely. Yeah. And the deck that does it, Kano, already starts on 30. So you never feel. <laughs> In my mind, I think a good on ramping for a new player could be like Ira Welcome deck, yeah. Classic Battles, CC. Then back to blitz and draft. Yes. yes. Like I like to me that's not like heaps of people like not heaps of people, certain people slag off classic battles, but I still think that's a fantastic tool for teaching new people. Mm. We've seen it um used to mm. success in some of our LGSs with new people yep. to advance them from the IRA deck to something a little bit more deep. Um and I, I still think it has its place. The yeah. classic battles, the problem was, which is a fucking crazy problem to happen because it's so dumb. Classic Battles got bad rep because it was expensive, right? Um, but but this was like the the existing population saying that. Every new player I've sat down with, because there's a lot of thoughts. So there's a James White interview. I can find it and link it below. I'm trying to remember exactly whose channel he did on. Maybe it was Flakes, where he talked about like, mm. well, the reason we put a titanium bubble in there, it's the blue bubble, blocks for three, pitches for three, does nothing else, is so that when you draw it, your your choices are binary. You can immediately tell. Yep. I can't 
do anything else but block it. And and when you play that, it's got armor. Yeah. It's got defense reaction, uh, defense attack reactions, instance on and on ever in both sides of the deck. The problem is the existing player base going. Well, there's only one glistening and it's thirty five. But but it's actually new player. I haven't had a single new yeah. player whinge about it, which is who it's for. To begin with, you know, 100%. This is always a problem. So this is my chief business that I deal with every day, dealing with retailers and trying to educate retailers, especially in Asian markets as well. It's like the the product criticism that I get for Blitz decks and the same with like classic battles is like, oh, well, I can just buy all the singles cheaper than what's in the Blitz deck or something like that. That's the number one criticism. I'm like, yeah, but it's not like that. Like the whole point is that when you're onboarding a new customer – and I Friction. even say, yeah, like, but I go all the way to the point of like, all right, when you run an intro game uh, or for the first time for a player, like, they don't need to know the technical abilities of the game. Like, they don't even really need to know, understand pitching and stuff like that. If people, like, really think that in 15 minutes they're going to learn the game perfectly, they're not, right? Mm. But what they want to do is have fun and see how fun it will be when they get a chance to play and learn the game. Mm. So as long as you pull the imagery out of the game of like, you know, Reinar and Prism, you know, meeting on the battlefield, yes. literally going toe-to-toe, th- th- that is the experience that's going to get it's people the story. engaged. Yeah, that, that and the reason I said friction, yeah. there's no friction buying a, something Correct. off the shelf with two decks. 100%. And there's a lot of friction trying to build a deck with singles. Now... If you're an entrenched Magic player or yep. Yu-Gi-Oh player or Pokemon player and yep. you're used to that, you go, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll build a deck. You go find the website, download the list, jump on Facebook, buy a few singles. Like, if yeah, you're yeah. capable of doing that, sure. you're, I wouldn't even call you a new player. Like, as a, You're not a pure new player because I was about to say this too from before. The correct format to teach someone is is completely dependent on their experience. Yes. Mm. Like if I play shooting games at a high level on my PC, if I'm if you and I are talking, we're like you used to also play Counter Strike 1.6. There's a lot of stuff I don't need to explain to you about Call of yeah, Duty. You know what I mean? Like you already know to cl- shoot at the head. Yeah. What I got to explain is like, oh, you can do the loadout and yep. right, but I don't need to like go into the fundamentals. All right, no, no. Don't point at the floor with the crosshair. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. That's yeah, like, yeah, know, what level are we talking? Yeah. So someone comes into the game and, and it used to win GPs. Yep. You'd be like, all right, look, here's a CC deck with all the legendaries. Let's yep. talk. You, they understand priority. They understand instance. They understand counter spells. Yep. And you can explain that very quickly translate. Oh, we don't have lands. We we pitch for resources. Yep. Like you can explain. Like you, you get what I mean. There's some people going around winning events in Sydney, in Australia, that literally have to read every one of my cards and they're beating me anyway because they're fundamentally good card players. Yep. That person doesn't need a classic battle. I agree. Yep. You don't need to start them with an Ira deck. I agree. But it's actually fun. Yes. If you're just trying to show them fun, like if they're very skeptical, like if they haven't committed to get in the game, if you're a store listening, yep. if you don't have a sleeved up classic battle right now, you're an idiot. You sleeve it up, have it in your store. 100%. People want to play. They come in. Hey, they're playing for. Can we play? You go. Look, go. You and you and me. That's what I did at the learn to play. Yeah. You want it's warrior? Perfect. This is what warrior does. Brute does this. Uh, I I and they whatever they because they're so starkly different. They 100%. will always prefer one or the other. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's easy. But but see, that's the idea, right? Mm. Is and so that very first point of contact of making that first purchase when they purchase that blitz deck. They've now got a commitment to the game. Yep. And so now they get a flavor a hit of playing whatever hero it is, whether it be Bolton or Prism or whoever, right? Even though I understand you could probably make the deck up cheaper or whatever, for a retailer, 
that is a commitment from the player saying that they want to play yeah. this game, they want to play this deck. It may not even be the right deck for them the first time because you know it might be an aggro deck versus something more control-wise. But at least they get that flavor, right? And the same with Classic Battles. It's like, okay, well, the best thing about Classic Battles is it's not even the price point because we can all f- afford 40 bucks. Let's be honest, right? But if you can't, you shouldn't. Like, card games is going to cost you a lot more than the cost of the Classic Battle. Oh, 100%. Right? But if you buy that and you really like Dorinthia, the first thing you want to do is put Reinar in your in your <laughs> in your friend's hands so yes. you can sit there and play the game. So, And, and once again... <laughs> You're not going to get like the greatest cards in a starter deck, but the idea is it's a starting point. You know what I mean? So once they start, you know, building and playing that deck and they know what's missing and they get feedback from everyone, you know, they'll want to start winning like we all do and Mm. start, you know, buying some singles and stuff. Well, funnily enough, both of those issues you've raised, LSS has tried to counter. Mm. If you buy a Prism deck, you get a young foil Prism, which has never been released anywhere else. Like still to this day, that card holds pretty much the same value as the pack. Yeah. You can easily get five, ten bucks for that card because it literally has never been printed again. What, what are you talking, what product are you talking about? So the Monarch Blitz decks, the, the heroes are foil. All oh, right. So and way to it, get them. Is that the only way to get it's the, the only young way to prism? Get them. You want a young rainbow foil bolt and just go buy ten bucks and you get it. Also, for okay. a while, it was the only place to get Spellfray. Now they've reprinted it, mm. but you couldn't get Spellfray before then. So they already sort of counted that where... You can and the art card. There's uh, mentors, the mentors, but yeah. there's also the art card in some of the original ones, where like Dorinthia on the is just the full art Dorinthia, like mm-hmm. the Marvel version, and the classic battles. Cold for weapon, cold for hero. Both the heroes are completely different to the, like the Reinar Young, in that yep. is a different cold for to the WTR. Yeah, one. it's a different art. It's an old art. Yep. And they did print a new specialization for Dorinthia. People weren't happy with it, but still like. It's it's actually not a weak deck. It has one of the best cards you can get. So they they did counter that already. Just people complained because okay, don't even why the existing player base complained without seeing why this product is very good for you to rec- like. That's what you buy someone for Christmas who yes. isn't in the game. It's a cool looking box, has a crappy paper playmat in it, sure. But you know what you can do? You can give them the box and then you can give them a playmat. Like it's not hard to do. Yeah, exactly. And but what what are people expecting? Like a six hundred dollar deck yeah, in a classic battle box? I'm like, here's something I haven't mentioned to either of yeah. you. I'll, it's it's not a look. I'm trying. It's not a full announcement, but. I'm opening, like I have a store, flukenbox.shop, and I'm putting um, box breaks and stuff yeah. on it. But I'm, I'm going to start doing singles. But the main thing with the singles I'm going to be doing, mm. if it's skirmish season coming up, I'm going to go find all the decks people have built and are talking about are going to be good, build them, list them. Yeah. No legendary. So you'll, you'll hopefully, if we do it right, full power deck. Yeah. And at the bottom, it, hopefully that's 100 bucks mm. for the deck. Because LSS can't do this. They yeah, can't every meta release five new decks in time for the meta. They just can't. Yeah. And then at the bottom, it'll have recommended legendaries yeah, and the deck list. And hopefully a video deck deck going to, whether it's Tall Timmy's Reinar list, whether it's Sloop's, right, whatever deck we've built, if it's taken inspiration from our content creator, we link to the video so you can go watch the video and how to play it, promoting you. People want to buy the deck rather than go TCG player or eBay or whatever, especially in Australia. We literally have no one doing this. Mm. We'll be able to just buy the deck and leave the legendaries out because if you're a new player, try the deck before you buy the legendaries. And if you're an existing player, I'm assuming you have a tunic. So what you need is just a deck built. Yes. And then they can tweak it. But all LSS can do is release things like Classic Battles. They they can't 
every set release, release yeah. a whole because you'll just end up with dead stock that no one buys if yeah, they just course. keep releasing. But I think there's also like a fun nature of like pre-constructed decks. Like I, I something that I've seen in Asia and, and a lot mm. of other countries like Taiwan and Singapore is like. Uh, there are stores that will just build commoner decks because it's so cheap to put together, right? Mm. And so you just go to the event and you just buy a random commoner deck and play in the event. Just play. Or, or a Blitz deck, right? And you just play. And I'm like, there's some of the most fun events because you know what happens when you like get super power creep at the end of the day and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. We're running at super optimal. It's not like our skill levels are that much different. It's like, okay, cool. It's kind of RNG that kind of gets you there a little bit. But when you're playing a, you don't even know what the, cards are in your deck it's actually kind of fun so yeah, yeah i tried to do that blood rush where we'd have like the decks pre-built yeah, yeah. so someone new comes rather than yeah, yeah. them have like i think it's it why common makes sense in some places yeah. where you can build a deck for five bucks yep and you're at the same power level in the room so you're not right yeah the problem is with skill in fab there's yeah. a lot more skill than variant oh, so course. you you're not going to win anyway usually but the, the vice versa is the same. It's crazy to me. You go to a store and they don't have a couple of shop decks to go to yes. a new player. Hey, join, you want to join out? You forgot your deck box. Yep. Like you're the national champion and you forgot your deck box. Here's a deck. Yes, exactly. Charge five bucks for the rental. I don't care. Triple sleeve it if you're worried about grubby Timmy's and then just give, like the amount of stores you go to that run fab that either don't have singles, which is most of them, but def- like even the shop owner doesn't have a couple of decks ready like how how are you promoting your game? Like they, they leave it to the community, right? It, it's it's got to be us doing it, and then the shopkeeper, who LSS is supporting by, mm. n- <laughs> like sending promos and stuff, don't actually have the support for not, their own. Not yet, like because we know with Magic, like because it's such a it's a game with more pedigree, it's been around for a long time. A lot of the owners, LGS owners, had such a passion for Magic. They built their LGSs off the back of Magic. Mm. They had their own Magic decks. You know, they were Magic players. Mm. Okay. And I think eventually we'll see that in Fab. Mm. Um, The way that I envisage Fab over the next five years, I think Fab will be the building block for many LGSs to open up in the future, just like Magic was, I mean, for the LGS once upon a time. Like, when have you seen... (laughs) an LGS open up in the last two years based on magic. Mm. You know, like, never. They're more likely to base them on pop figures. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It hasn't happened. Like, maybe the last... pops you know. When was the last one? Probably Gamezilla, maybe? It was something like... like, It just doesn't happen anymore, okay? It just just doesn't happen. There's no support. There's no inspiration. There's... uh, The list could go on. But I'm hoping that um, Fab can buck that trend... And maybe stores, you know, we'll see stores in the next few years open up, whether they're online, like what John's alluding to, mm. purely based off Fab. And Fab gives them the the, the springboard to become a big business. Yeah, like, you know, you look at your channel fireballs, you know, all these other big mm. companies around the world. That, that, that really just, it was a passion for magic that made them into these multi-million dollar businesses. And I think eventually, you know, the well, the fab well is going to get so deep, so vast, and it's going to provide, you know, uh, so much opportunity for a lot of people that you're going to have people that can create these big businesses 
from Fab. Brendan, did you? I don't. I know you're busy. No. Did you watch the Hemel Patel episode, Harambe Bazaar? No, no, no. Something uh, worth watching. Okay. A lot of people giving us very good feedback okay. on that particular. Yeah. He's a single seller. He's a lawyer, I believe. Either he's studying or he's a practicing lawyer. I should watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he runs Harambe Bazaar, Harambe TCG, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> just him in his lounge room, by the way. Sorry, what's his actual name? Hamel. Hamel. Hamel, Hamel Patel. Hamel Patel. So, and where does the Harambe come from? That's I don't know. He left to explain. Okay. It. It's like oh, no idea. Just, I got no idea. <laughs> we're sometimes where people make these names from. All right, cool, cool. Um, actually, we should have asked him, yeah, yeah. but we didn't. So w- what it is? He's like, he he's infamous or known because he'll put a sales post up. He's like Harambe TCG welcomes you to the bazaar. But he he always has like a funny little quip in okay. there, like. Like it'll be, you know, he, he'll like do a pun or something fab okay, related. Okay, okay. And then he'll list like literally $50,000 worth of singles under it. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, basically the guy, um, new set comes out, orders yeah. 100, 200 cases, well, just him. Yeah, yeah. Cracks them while watching TV, sorts them, sells. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows who he is. Yeah. He's running a six-figure, bi- uh, seven-figure business. Like he's okay. over a million dollars turnover on fab singles with no brick and mortar store. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's even. It's crazy that that that's not being done by stores. So, so the reason it's interesting for you to watch is this guy goes through like literally what he's doing, how he make like he he's pretty transparent. But funnily enough, he started small, yeah. no smaller than the smallest store. Yeah, yeah. Yet the stores have less work ethic than I, this guy has on his own. I can only I can't attest to why, but I can tell you the 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 behavior I've seen is that I think it's been almost like three years just prior Mm. to the pandemic stores used to crack a lot of product magic products specifically, but even Pokemon to a certain degree and they would have it ready for the standard environment or whatever environment that they were in. Mm. And that was, I assume for retailers at the time, because so many retailers were doing it and you know, stores that I know used to go really deep on it. They'd crack like 80 cases or a hundred cases. And that was kind of the norm back then. And then, I don't know if it's just the pandemic or, or the cost-benefit analysis that they work out to cracking 80 cases and whether they're selling enough singles. But it's now really cut back to the point where like some sort of just don't not cracking any single play though. base, Brennan. Yeah, they don't have the play base to support that. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a numbers game. Yeah, but it's a bit scary that when you don't, because singles is a service, right? Like yes. the idea is that you can't expect a player just to chase boxes and crack because through. Because so uh, this is this is like. And I could be completely wrong, but I'm 100% putting my money where I'm at. my mouth is. Like, by the end of next year, I'll probably spend over $200,000 on this and see what happens. Mm. It's it's a loop. Shops don't crack boxes. There's friction for new players. They may not join the game. Like, yes. if they walk into a store, can't get singles. Because I, I know when I started, if it yeah. wasn't for Paul, who I, I guess, even at the time, would have had some trust in and recommended a store... There was no way I was buying singles from a store. Well, like, like sorry, yeah. buying singles on like a Facebook marketplace. So I need, I wanted one stop location. Didn't care how much. I just wanted to know by the end of this conversation, I have a deck and I can play the game. I knew the starter decks weren't good enough. I think the service bit's important. You Correct. can't because if you if you stop selling because you're not making money, the problem is you also aren't gonna grow. You need to run at a loss sometimes, but keep the service. Yeah. So what I've seen, like 100% agree with you, right? Because 
a hundred play. We're all experienced in the game, so us jumping on Card Kingdom or Channel Fireball or whatever it is. I know the difference TCG. between first ads. Like I know yeah. what I'm looking at and what I want to buy. Exactly, but we we are so ingrained in the culture and the 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 industry. We know where to go to get that stuff. New players don't, right? And the other thing too is like. It is a commitment to go buy something online for two, three hundred dollars from somewhere that you don't know. So you are going to trust your local game store to steer you in the right direction. Plus, have a place to offload those cards or, or buy other cards. So when stores aren't offering that kind of service, it can be painful. I have seen in certain markets, and Taiwan's a perfect example. And I'm going to shout out to Cat's Footprint in, in Taiwan, is that they, those stores, I, I think, are cracking less and less singles. But what they're doing is they're giving their communities an opportunity to sell those singles. So you can walk into a store and they'll just have folders upon folders of cards where it'll be like the Paul folder. And in that Paul folder, it'll have all his singles that he wants to unload. And then it'll have the John mm. folder and it'll have all the cards yep. to offload. And the store kind of is that medium to sell it but they're not taking the risk of having to crack open the singles. And so they've probably combated it to a certain degree, but still that's one chain in of all of Taiwan. But it's also, that's, so the problem with like letting people sell singles in your store is you're you're creating a very big problem in the future when you might want to re-enter it. The game suddenly has a couple of million players. Yep. The economy is a set comes out. The retail's a hundred bucks within a few weeks. It's like magic when it's a good set. It's like oh, it's creeping up, which means if you open boxes at cost for eighty yeah. bucks as an LGS, there's a lot of profit to be made. Yeah, definitely. And Fab, this is the thing. I keep doing the exercise. Mm. Brent Gordon, maths guy. Mm. Maths, are we wrong here? Is the EV not fucking insane on some of this product? And we're like, yeah, we can't lose. And I go, what does that mean? He goes, just the one legendary per case, even if it's the shit legendary, and all the majestics cover the case. Mm. Go, so you're telling me foil rares aren't even in that EV? Mm. Goes, That's correct. I go, so we can sell all the foil rares, all the foil commons, all the commons and rares for pure profit. But so here's what I'm trying to say. I, I genuinely yep. believe this. In Australia, I can't speak for Taiwan or other yeah. places. In Australia, they're not doing it because they're not making a lot of money. Uh-huh. There's money, yes, but they look at it and go, ah, the EV will probably break ten percent. Mm. Not worth the effort. But that to me is not quite accurate because that's also you don't understand flesh and blood. Because if you understood flesh and blood, you'd know that the EV is only for the current meta. Mm. So right now, Tower First Ed's great to open because there's Icelander yeah. and Oldham. So you hit a Channel Lake Frigid Alt Art, mm. you might as well have hit a Legendary. Yeah, it's yeah. like literally 200 bucks. So that product right now, EV's high. You open and sell that. Now, right now, if you open Everfest and you hit Golden Palms, whatever they're called, you go, well, that's not good. <laughs> but that's not good now. now yeah. You, but there's like profit and loss is not about now with this stuff. Some of it you have to think as a collector and go, man, I'm going to hold on to like, so my, my big take, my big speculative investment is the emperor. The emperor yeah. is selling for 15 mm-hmm. Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know why? Because mm-hmm. everyone talked to all the high end players around us. Okay, man, that thing is cracked in blitz. Like it's unbeatable. Yeah. Well, what happens in the next skirmish season when emperor starts winning in Asia, in Europe, yeah. in the U S in New Zealand, what do you think happens? Emperor's a hundred dollar card. Yep. Everyone wants one, but everyone sold theirs already. Yes. Then one shop is sitting on five hundred of them. 
right? Yeah, yeah. But also, it's not hard to make money off a $10, $15 card, right? Because yes. it's only got to jump up to 20 for you to make a lot of money. Jumps up to 100, it's more you can liquid. buy the building you live in. Like, <laughs> you, if you have enough of them, right? Yes. If it goes up by 10x. I, 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 I definitely, you're embodying that. Who, what was that famous historian who's, or that famous historical figure that said, you know, build it and they will come. <laughs> yes. Where that's Like John's embodying that, yeah, right? Yeah, that, yes. That's essentially your point with singles and stores is, you know, have it there. But yeah. don't try and make money now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You don't have to I, make I, all the money now. I agree yeah. with you. I 100% agree with you. But, 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 not, I don't think it's... Um, the secret source entirely to unlocking exponential growth within the game that if only stores had, you know, um, multitudes of oh, no, singles a lot and, and, and decks that, that yes. it was, you know, that you're just going to see player bases no, explode. No, no. Don't get me wrong. Like the service is important. Um, but I think that there's a lot more to it than that. And I think we should hold our LGS owners with that expectation that if you want to be pursuing uh, fab, strongly whether it's getting events or growing your player base well hell, you, you should you know i've made many videos on this you should have knowledge in the game you should be passionate yes. about flesh and blood you should know how to play the game yep. you should know least. what seasons coming you should up. know what seasons coming up you should have some singles most definitely yep. um agree with all that and, and and i do like that you know i think having the singles available is a is a low it's a, there's there's 10 things mm. higher on the ladder to grow the game than the singles. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when I meet a new player, they don't have to worry about shit. Yeah. I add them to the group, Team Salt, welcome. And I say, that's where you ask questions. Don't yeah. fucking buy anything till you ask us if it's a good deal or not. I don't want you to get sharked. Yeah, yeah. If I can personally help, I do. But I'm, uh, shout out actually our German, we had a learn to play event locally. Yeah. German's fairly new himself. He's not new anymore, but he's been playing in Melbourne, came up, he's new to our group. So I know German, like he's in the Navy, I believe, Navy, Air Force, Air Force. Air Force. Not on huge money or anything, mm. right? So I know I know. like when we talk about cards, he really wants to bling out his prism and that's yeah, an yeah. expensive deck to bling out. Even now it's yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. So he's slowly, he got the Marvel Soraya. He's yeah. like, fuck man, $550, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know he's spending money. I see him sit down. So th this um, guy and uh, Dylan was actually in, in Central yesterday. He's a new player who was at Central playing... Um, CC with us uh, and his girlfriend. His girlfriend really wanted to play Prism. German sits down, pulls out his folder, goes, Arclight Sentinel, Erudition. They're expensive cards, man. I'm watching him going, I know this kid's been selling the cards to buy. Like he's, yeah. the only reason he's selling the Erudition is because he just spent 200 bucks on a full art one. <laughs> but that means he'd want to sell, sell that, right? One. I'm watching him going, and when she leaves, I go, dude, why are you giving away all, all that shit for free? He's like, man, you do it all the time. I go, ooh. <laughs> People are, no, no, but that's why I don't yeah, worry yeah. like we can do it. But do you know how much easier it is when the store's doing it? Like when the store is going, look, 20% off because it's your first time ever buying singles here. Like let's just get you a deck. Yeah, yeah. Build the deck. It's 500 bucks. We're going to do it for 400 Just it's so much easier because also they will see more people than I do. They're yeah. there seven days a week, six days a week. People come in, ask a question. You got stuff on display because you know that's going to happen. Mm. You're there and you see, you're like, what game's that? Mm. You should have that sleeved up. You should have decks. We, you should do it. Like I can't, you can't, our videos can't. It all helps. Mm. But man, I feel like there's still a culture of like the community building the community and the stores are like, oh yeah, you can play here. Yeah. <laughs> see, 
this is the funniest thing. Uh, sorry, I'm going to bury some people Go, saying bury. this. Because, right, right? like... Name names. It, it, oh, I won't name <laughs> names because they'll probably listen. This is a get back to them. But, like, see, what I'll do is I do a ton of store visits, right? And I'll be honest with you, it really pisses me off sometimes when I walk in because I'm like, within 15 seconds, I can tell you whether this business is run well or not, right? It's just, just the way it is. It's like... You'll walk in and oh, – sorry, I've got my arms crossed because like, I'm, I'm going through all the traumatizing <laughs> meetings and like I'll, I'll go in there right? and sometimes – Stinky I'll, toilets. Oh, just – Overflowing bins, greasy KFC smeared all over the tables. But even just basic 101 service where I'll like wander around for 20 minutes and I, I get it. Maybe I'm in Asia. I look like a white guy that doesn't speak Chinese. But like seriously, I'll wander around for 20 minutes and like nobody will come up and talk to me, right? And I – whether I drop – two dollars or a hundred dollars in there right like just the lack of service but then the other thing too is like when i finally sit down with the owner it'll be like cool so let's let's talk about business how's it going right like how's your armory events how is you know uh the facebook advertising going and then i get questions like oh nobody's turning up to my events and i'm like okay cool i mean that's interesting uh like are you doing any learn to play no i'm like okay cool, are you uh, putting any Facebook advertising or talking to the community? No. I'm like, mm. does anybody know that your store actually exists Runs here? This event, like, it's yeah. a, it, like that it even exists here? I'm like, oh, but shouldn't the community just be going out there finding stores <laughs> to go play at at random? You know, like you've got your favourite local game store. Like, you do you suddenly just go look up stores that you should randomly go visit? Of course not, right? So, like, just sometimes I sit there and I'm like, guys, you need to, like, just do the fundamentals, right? Just go back to basics, right? And then when you're building your communities too, it's the basics. Run a fun event to, to begin with. If <laughs> yeah. you run fun events, people will come back. Like, it's just crazy, but you do that, that's probably the first secret source to running, like, any TCG game, whether that be Tell flesh and people. Blood. Yeah, 100%, how right? Can, how can you... This conversation is exactly the same. And you know what I'm talking yeah. about. The three local stores to me, yeah. the ones closest, <laughs> all do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where's the fucking players? Mm. Oh, only six. Oh, only four people. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mazer, my fucking job to advertise for you. I'm here. Yeah. So you should not be saying that to me. Yeah, of the course. Fuck, they're like, where are your friends? I'm like, <laughs> where's your ad, dickhead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know the event was here. I only called you yesterday to pick up stock and you're like, or my armor is tomorrow. And also, why the fuck is it the wrong format? Yeah. Why is it Blitz and not CC? It's CC ProQuest who no one's playing. Like, oh, well, no one came on Sunday. Do you know it was Nationals on Sunday? No, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, and you want to run FAP events 100%. and you didn't know Nationals was on the weekend. So that means you don't follow LSS on Twitter or Facebook. Correct. Like, and you're well, friends yeah. with James Wyden and you didn't know. How like do you know what it's, I mean? It's it's like, the excuses. But like you said, like we were talking about before, like everyone blaming everyone. Oh yeah. It's 100%. their it's their job, their job, and then nothing happens. Yeah. It's like, man, put the event up. Put a Facebook post in the local group. It's not a lot of work, really. No, no, and it, put it on the bloody LSS. That's what I'm um, saying. Facebook, like register the uh, event. Register the event. When I was, you know, a wee little Timmy not that long ago. I literally only found places to play the game was yeah. on the um, Fab TCG locator. None of their if Facebook you, groups were saying anything. No, yeah. exactly. If you don't load your events in that locator, 
All the new players aren't noticing. Yeah, it. because if you have have just watched one Rudy video or some one video, you're not plugged into any communities. Yeah. So you're just going to go to fleshandblood.com or whatever it is, uh, fabtcg.com, and you're going to go to the locator. You're going to type in your address. The next event is 80 miles away. Yeah. Well, you're not going to go, but probably the four stores within walking distance yeah. are running it just are too lazy to put the event in. 100%. <laughs> and, and this is the funny thing, right, as well, is like, we probably should do a whole video on this, how we- We like, are like, right now. No, like coaching, coaching like local game stores. And I don't like hazing on local game stores because it is a hard job. Trust me. It mm-hmm. is not the easiest That's job. That's a lot there. of moving parts. Yes. Because yeah, yeah, we're talking about fab. I'm aware that most of these stores yeah. also have to worry about one piece, wise, yes. Yu-Gi-Oh. Po- I know. It's 100%. And trust me, we've met all the characters in our community and they're not always easy to deal with either. But on the flip side, if you- if you make it work, right? And so this is why I say is like sometimes when I walk into these stores within 15 seconds, the conversation with the store is always like whinging, like, oh, where's my community? Why aren't you doing all, like, why aren't you doing my work for me so that there are 40 people here sitting every weekend? And I just sit there, well, if you're not doing the basics, it's never going to work. But the different conversation with the stores that are super successful, trust me, we don't talk about any of that stuff, mm. right? Mm. The one thing they want to do is they just want more opportunity, right? Yep. So they'll be- Can we run you, a battle harden? Can yes, you help us get 100%, this? 100%. Yeah. They'll be like, why? Like, I am so successful at what I do. Like, I'm the master of my domain. Give me more, right? And they'll This is our run, grim duck. Yeah. And they'll want to run yep. a battle harden. They yep. want to run a 150 person event. They, You know what I mean? Like, they yep. want to do, they want to like level up, right? And so this is what yeah, I level say. one isn't challenging. That's it, why. It, it, <laughs> and they'll do whatever. They'll put tables in the bloody car park this is, yeah, so yeah. if I'm, they I'm, get the event. I know yeah. this for a fact. If this helps anyone listening, maybe you don't have the same contacts, connections. Mm. Like we're obviously lucky to even get to talk to you mm. as someone who's not just in the industry. You're like the GM for a distributor, right? Yeah, yeah. Running some of the biggest fab events. Maybe even Worlds will end well, up being a you thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully and one day. You will run it better than the. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Wait, where was I going with this? Locally, yes. Yeah, yeah. Someone contacted James Direct. Yeah. They talked to me about it. Yeah. Talked to James. They're like, talk, they, they showed me an email chain. Yeah. Like, we want a battle hard and give it to us. Yeah. Reply was, run more events. Yeah. Reply, nah, but like, we ran this and that and we've been in the game since Alpha. Like, yeah. we're entitled. Oh, James yeah. goes, <laughs> run more on demand. Yeah. So you're running your armory. Beautiful. Yeah. You're doing nothing else. Yes. That and is it, not. Yeah. They, that is. they literally got told, well, if you just set up your own event. So I know this happened in the US. Someone put up a 10K event or a 4K event mm. as an on demand. Yeah. They're like, look, it's 70 bucks a ticket. We're going to pool the money. The top eight are going to get a crap load of cash and prizing and guess what LSS did? Mm. And I don't know if they asked or LSS offered, but let's assume they asked. Yeah. What I'm saying is if you're a store, ask, yes. set up a $1,000 tournament. Yeah. Let LSS, can you send us some, can you send us top some eight playmats? Can you send us some cold fall heroes? I'm pretty sure, knowing the guy who ships this stuff out, yeah. they're not, I've seen their storage room. Yeah. They will send you some playmats. See, th- if they know you're making the effort, I think they'll send you some top eight playmats, yeah. right? If you want to le- run a learn to play, if you contact LSS, OP at, and you go OP at TCG dot, uh, fabtcg.com, yep. go, guys, we're running a learn to play. Can you send us some support? I'm pretty sure your options are uh, some classic battles free of charge they'll send, hmm. or they'll send you some Iridex. Like, yeah, like, no harm in I've, asking. I've, right? I, I, no, but I think LSS just, LSS can't keep track of the two, 3,000 stores and their events, right? Yeah. But if you're trying, hmm. The success happens. Yeah. I've got a question because 
you know, John brought up a good example that you gave about that group in America. Now, that, um, from my knowledge, that um, conglomerate of Mm. um, syndicate of people, I believe they're on the West Coast, they don't own a game store. I, I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, they're not game store owners. They were a group of like um, old uh, MTG friends. I think they had TO experience. They had judges. They had all this. They started doing it independently. And whether they asked or not, I don't know. But they got battle hardened. Maybe they've had like one. A PT- or- battle hardened means you get a PTI, right? Yeah, yeah. they've had. And, and well, I think a gold for They have one or two. But my question for you is, Brendan, the reason why I bring this up is because Watsy had a hardline rule, right? Mm. You couldn't host events, whether it was a pre-release, an FNM, or even a GP that mm. they implemented the policy, unless you had a brick and mortar store. Mm. Now, I believe this group of people don't have a brick and mortar and flesh and blood gave them battle hardened. What's LS, do you know LSS's policy on running events? Um, do you need to have a brick and mortar? I'm so could John and I put on a battle hardened? I'm not. A, I probably should go and find out, actually. But I will be honest with you. If, as a distributor, right in Asia, if a group of people come to me and they're like, "Hey, we want to run this big event. How can you help support us, or even put us in the right direction?" Because I know what the benefit is to my market yes. to run these big events, right? Especially like in Asia, you're not always going to get a calling in your own backyard or necessarily a battle heart in your, in your own backyard. So an example is I'll shout out the guys in Thailand. They're running a, an event amongst the stores. But if that wasn't a store-driven event, we would provide the same level of support because the idea is the fans want to play the game. They want to play at a competitive level. So we will try to support those events the best we can, whether it would be with product, playmats, promos, if we ask LSS, mm. you know, whatever we can do to help support also, those communities. If like, Have you inquired about that, John, ever? I don't think we, you can no, get but armory I'll tell, kits. Like the, the way my brain works is I doesn't even matter what the answer is. I would go up to my local store. Go, I want to run an event. I'm going to do all the work. You're going to fucking do what I say. Mm. And the store owner be like, yeah, fill my seats. Yep. Like most, like if we went to Chromatics and Andy, we're going to do a tall Timmy versus, like team tall Timmy versus team fluke and box, right? Mm. Team blitz. We're going to get 60 people here. It's, it's whatever, yeah. 50 bucks, right? You're, why, why would Chromatic go no? Mm-hmm. So suddenly it's Chromatic running the event. Chromatic, we will send an email to LSS. Mm. Chromatic will get the prize support. Let, like, I don't think any store cares if the community's spearheading this stuff. Yeah, and if you're not allowed to run it as yourself, that's fine. The stores aren't doing it anyway. Mm. Find a store, team up with them, go, hey, like you can fit us. Because yeah. I've, I've got like, I've got no issues. It's not even a lie. It's their store. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, they are brick and mortar. What we need you to do is get a two cases of this product, blah, 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 blah. The tickets are this. Like you just b- do a little A4 business plan and go, this is the event. It's going to net you... Some profit. Yeah, of course. But Let us run it. There's no issue because you're a store champion, right? You're, you're, you're driving With the community. With bums and seats. And yeah. And, and once again, providing that service to the community of running yeah. these higher level competitive now, events. if your motivation is to make money from selling tickets yourself, then you should, uh, it would be worth checking. I personally wouldn't care if I made money from that event. Mm. If that, That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But if I wanted to sell tickets for 50 bucks and every ticket is 10 bucks profit, mm. then I wouldn't want to go through an LGS. I'd want to do yeah, it myself. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I can't imagine LSS will say no, uh, if that makes sense. Like they might not be willing to do the same support as an LGS. Yeah, uh, but I, it, but you won't have a gem account to run the tournament. Like did, like yeah. right now, the reason I think the answer is no is you have to have a gem account to run tournaments, and you can't get those if you're not 
yeah. registered as a store. store. Yeah, I guess the the thing for LSS is they want to support the local game store, so they want to run these events with the local game store. But once again, if you don't have one or these communities, these games aren't having happening in your community, don't just sit on your hands and whinge no. and say, well, well Mexico, I can't get this the other places we've heard of, they all got support before they even had Gem. Yeah. And LSS were supporting. They yeah. sent prizing and stuff. Uh, even when there's no distribution, yeah, yeah, but that, that like my my, I'm not someone that sees a hurdle and goes ah, yeah, can't do it. Do LSS it. said no. Yeah, nah, man, I'll just get the store owner to email you then. Yeah, yeah, and just ha- get it. You know what I mean? Like, just make way. it happen. Well, this is funny actually. This will bring us on to to a really cool topic. Is like LSS. I, I don't know if you saw in the announcement the amount of battle hardens that they announced for more. next year. A lot more, like fifty globally, right? Mm. And so, you know, I've been talking to a lot of stores. I don't know if I even should be talking about this. I'm sure Trevor's probably going to be like ex-nay on the talking about the battle hard nay. Um, but like, I think what we want to do to- Trevor doesn't watch the channel, don't worry. Oh, he probably is now. Somebody's going to hand this to him and say, hey, Trevor, Brett has been talking. No, no. Uh, but I think one of the cool things, and I'm just going to float the idea to your community. So hopefully in the chat, you guys get some talk about this, but- I think the idea that we were kind of floating and maybe some communities will hate it, some will love it, but we want to do some battle hardens in some like really cool tourist locations. Like the idea of like going on a holiday, bringing your family, you know, you going and playing in the battle Battle harden. Battle harden Bahamas win. Yeah, 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 exactly, (laughs) exactly. Like that's that's a perfect example, right? So like, because we can't put a calling in every market, right? Because it just doesn't always justify it. Like, the size of the market matters, right? Because when you run about like a calling, you want to have, you know, a certain amount of capacity. Well, even they have that with the price support. They go like if it's less than 300 players, like they can't put $100,000 up yeah. for 300 players. Well, there's players. a big difference between yeah. a three-day event and a one-day yeah, for yeah, starters. Battle hardens But the amount of people is very relevant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but the other thing too is like some markets just don't support it, right? Like the the market isn't big enough to have like a three or four hundred person event. When it gets there, then it's time to have one, right? So, you know, it makes sense for us to run Singapore. It makes us sense for us to run uh, Taiwan. But at some stage, we're going to have to go to places like Malaysia. Mm. Uh, we're going to have to go to places like Thailand, Philippines, uh, Indonesia. Uh, Still a holiday destination. Well, I mean, that's for like the larger calling because you want these in the big cities like Bangkok and, and you know, it, um, Ho Chi Minh City in, in uh, Vietnam. Like you go to the big cities when you bring like that kind of event to town. But, you know, I'm just floating to the community and maybe we'll, we'll see what the feedback is. But like what happens if we ran a battle hardened in Bali? Mm. You know, the Australian community, you know, they love going to Bali already, stay in a resort, play some flesh and blood, you know, go out to the beach. You know, uh, how long has it been in this video? 53, <laughs> 54 minutes on the dot. I'm going to bring up a jiu-jitsu example. Yeah. <laughs> the jiu-jitsu retreats work very well. Yeah, yeah. Because you can do your yeah. local retreat, like yeah. local camp at your local gym, yeah. mm. 50 bucks entry, blah. When, like the ones you see yeah. where they literally go to the Bahamas, yeah. it's on the beach, they kit out the resort with, with mats. So yeah. you're training. People do this. They for, do that with Thai boxing too. Yeah, they do they that go, with Thai yeah. boxing where it's like a luxury... The problem is, and this is something yeah. that's gonna like New Zealand's a good take on that. Yeah, New Zealand is a tourist destination. Yeah, yeah. If you're a if you're a uh, Lord but of the Rings see. fan, oh, of course, you're gonna want to go. You want to see Weta Workshop. You follow rugby. Like, there's a lot of reasons to go. Who wouldn't want to eat a rack of lamb ribs with me <laughs> in New Zealand <laughs> with your bare hands? All right, seriously. But, but that's to to a hungry. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, part yeah. of it is like. It, uh, 
are the, are you going to come? So yes. so so if you if you're um an American listening or someone from the Philippines listening, yeah. you know, we're never going to get a calling. Well, you understand if we get a thousand people at the New Zealand calling, yeah. then LSS go. Well, wait a second. Yeah, we were expecting four hundred. Yeah, I guess people really like this tourist. Yeah, and I do think LSS, um, whoever's listening from marketing at LSS, see if they do a hey, here's the New Zealand calling. Yeah. Here's the full tourist attraction shit for yeah. the week before the New Zealand calling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If anything, if they organized it, yeah, yeah. where you went with some LSS staff and it's a whole two-day event before the event, like let's show you Auckland. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. and the foods. They, do you understand? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, like yeah. If, if you went and did like a cruise for me, yeah, yeah. like an LSS cruise, Ooh. like, hey, it's it's four grand. My accommodation, everything's like entry to the event, everything's yeah. paid, but also have a two day tour before yeah. it. We're gonna go this helicopter. If it's all booked, if they, yeah, yeah. if they, by the way, you can contract this to a travel agency. You don't <laughs> yeah. even have to do it yourself. Self, yeah, yeah. But if suddenly all they need to do is sell fifty of those, yeah. but then that's an extra. Then people bring in their family, yes. the wife and kids, right? So yeah. also you go to the tourism board for New Zealand. You go, this is what we're trying to do. How right. can you help us? Because a lot of tourism boards will go, wait. Because they just won some awards. If they go, okay, you're probably going to bring in 100K worth of tourism dollars. What we're going to do is, yep. even if all they did is get a tiny tax break or yes. a tiny rebate, well, or even better if you get like discounts on flights, because that's actually what tourism boards can do is go reduce tax on tickets, which is what they do for sports teams and stuff. Like yeah. all of this is doable. Oh, 100%. Because on that note, because we do that as a part of our you know, when we run events, we do talk to like the local tourism, mm. they help with the venue and stuff yeah. like that. So sometimes you can get a much larger venue uh, at a much more affordable cost because it's like, we're bringing all these people but from that's overseas. That's what their job is. Their job yeah. is to bring in dollars. Tourism yeah. boards are like, they want to make the country look good. Yeah, of course. So if you're offering like, we're bringing a film crew, because like, New Zealand, uh, sorry, LSS will do like the whole content thing. Yeah, yeah. Which they also did New Zealand ad, like come to New Zealand, yeah. play the calling, but it's also come to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard. hundred percent. I mean, it's it's work, but yeah, I can see that. And yes, I would. I'm, I'm not good at taking holidays. Yeah. But if someone <laughs> like organizes it for me, like I know it's all going to be flesh and blood people. Yeah. And we get to relax a couple of days before the tournament. Yeah. And we're at this beach and at this helicopter ride, and we go to this museum, and we're eating at this famous place. Yeah. And James White's going to be there. Like, why wouldn't you fork out some money? Of course, of course. Well, look, I can't promise that for Auckland <laughs> Calling, but like uh, Auckland event, but like the idea of going to somewhere like Bali or mm. Macau or uh, what's another destination like uh, Phuket, yeah. Thailand. Um, and all these are accessible. Like they're closer than us going to the US. Yeah. It's also closer f for the US going to Australia. Like yeah. they're in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all six, seven hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too is, like I said, it's a holiday, right? Like you're playing flesh and blood. Mm. The family get to come on the trip. Or whether you go with your family, maybe it's just a boy's trip, sure. right? But, you know, for my Pinot no, no, brothers I, I, there, I like that. Uh, because the event Barca. itself is not like a, a back-breaking thing. It's yeah. the tickets. Like the entry to the event, 150 bucks, is really... I spend that a week on armories <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and packs at the counter. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the tickets, but then, like, going to Lille was amazing. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I completely forgot this Disney World and, and freaking <laughs> Paris. You know what I mean? Like, half the people, like, brought their girlfriends. are like, oh, we're spending... We're going to go to Disney World. Like, Saint brought yeah. his daughter... <laughs> and his wife, right? Yeah. Like, well, man, I didn't even think. <laughs> like, that could have been an idea to bring my kid and go to Disney World, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't even, yeah. I forgot it existed. Like, I should have, because you're already there. Yeah, yeah. If someone, like, helps, someone sets it up. Yeah, yeah. Or at least makes, like, 
Um, Fino Black's interview is great because they met this chick on the bus or whatever, yeah. and then she wrote. She's from Lil, and she wrote him a whole foodie list. Like, oh, okay. go to these local places, okay. and he didn't miss. Like, he was posting photos. We're like, holy shit, that looks amazing. Uh, he got a, but but see if if you just do a little bit of that, you yeah. go. Here's a list of places to eat. Because oh, also so. like places to eat. If it's actually pushed by LSS somehow, like it's part of the event is like a little tourism package. Like yeah. when you're in Auckland, we'd recommend here. You also know you're gonna see people you of know. Course. Yeah, it may, I don't know. I like that little touches on stuff because I'm already gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, more likely to stay a week before or after if someone's offered. Like this is where you, you can, can stay. stay. This is where you can go. Do. These are the events we've got. So we. You contact Weta Workshop Museum. We go, can we get a discount code? You contact yeah, yeah. the All Blacks. Is this, I think they're very close in Auckland where yeah. you can go to the like museum thing. Yes, they do. Just get some discount code. It's not hard to do. You just do, make yeah. it's 10 phone calls. You make a spreadsheet. You make it look pretty in Illustrator and you slap it up. Yeah, and it, it improves the experience of the yeah. overall event. I mean, Bali'd be sick. I've never been and it's gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just suppose it would kind of sex though. That's the problem with Bali. Yeah, I heard they changed it. <laughs> well, I, I think mean, they recalled that. Yeah, no, no, redacted they, they that didn't. They redacted quickly. it for, for tourists. Well, they can't go into a hotel, it's only residents. So if you live there, you have to abide by the religious yeah, law. Yeah, of course. But if you take your girlfriend to a hotel, you're yeah. allowed to have. So imagine that. Yeah. Imagine having to think about that before <laughs> going to a beach holiday. Oh, babe, sorry, but separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you'll be playing. You'll be playing in the main event the next day. <laughs> you're probably going to need your rest. I don't, there's no girls in my life anyway. It's all card playing boys. So, what can you tell us about the call in Auckland as far as like? Artists or any sort oh, of yeah. spectacles going on, oh. any little scoopy special events, right. you know, is there any little things you Ooh. can drop? Not at the moment. I mean, for artists, we're, we've got, we're in chats with a couple of people and one of them I'm really hoping we get over the line because they haven't come out this way for a long time. Obviously, the pandemic has, has played yes. its role, but, um, you know, fingers crossed we can get somebody like Steve Argyle to come over because... Oh, yeah. That would be sick. Well, he's been active and so has Musetti. They've been going to fab events. So, yeah, hopefully. so hopefully that, that you know, comes over the line. But, I mean, look, there's a number of, like, I'm assuming Sam and MJ will be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, they're all locals. So, yeah, it makes <laughs> life easy. Uh, but, yeah, look, uh, we had a really good uh, relationship with Lever. So, I mean, at Singapore it was fantastic. But we like to... Where does she live? Indonesia. Indo okay. Yeah. It's still not that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I mean, look, we, we can. There's definitely a lot of artists to, that love coming out for these events <laughs> because LSS really does take care of them uh, when they come out. But also, not only that, the fans just love them when they come out. So yeah. they, you know, it's, well, it's only going to sell you more tickets. Like if people know Levy's there, if they know, yeah, um, Steve Argyle's there, you, yeah. you will. There's again what I just said. It's I don't right. think, and you might correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's going to be a thousand player event. I think I, it's unlikely to be. I think, uh, I mean, I don't want to like tell fans not to go out and get your tickets straight away, but I'm pretty sure they sold out last time, so it was mm. very quick. To no, sell but out. but it's it's New yeah, Zealand yeah, too, yeah. so they're low like locally. Yeah, there's only so many couple of hundred people of locally course. is the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. So we, we can do it. Let's get a thousand. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying it in a good way. Like if we yeah. get to a thousand, I'd love that. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. If you're coming, yep. your chances are not waiting for three, four hours to see an artist. Oh, That's course. what I'm saying. It's like yeah, Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Also, let me put it this way. 
Singapore, no one had to fucking wait for hours because everything no. was very smooth. You're not going to wait five yeah. hours to see James White. No, no. like the world. That's what I'm saying. That's, exactly. a, that's, that's what a I'm good point. To say. That's a very good point. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even if there's a thousand people, you guys run a better event than fucking Channel Five. But when it comes to registration tickets, like it's all smoother. Because yeah. um, you you guys started round one before you registered, like everyone at the door with the playmen and stuff, yeah. so you didn't have this massive queue. Um, yeah. We Even the layout, the artists where they were at Singapore oh. made a lot of sense. Like rather than you got to go all the way to the edge. Of, it was very good. Yeah. But the, again, not going to be, I don't think, a four hour wait to see James no, in no, New Zealand. And no doubt, uh, you know, I, I have faith that James will probably have something special. exclusive or special for this calling, you know, in his backyard. Yeah. It's been a long lockdown. I'm sure he'll want to celebrate Remember you spoke on your video uh, a while ago on your channel, John. You interviewed um old mate down from Midian mm. Gaming about when he was at that yes. or, uh, one of the callings in New Zealand that had the Street Fighter smash yes. the car. But do you reckon they're going to have something funny like that again? Some weird. Well, you know, if they don't, you we talked about this over lunch. Maybe you should. Exp- so we, that would be Paul cool. and I yeah. are in discussions now, and we're trying to maybe set up our own little side event. Mm. And hopefully LSS will advertise and say, yes, you can. We're trying. Yeah. yeah. But it's something to, to push. Yeah, like, and they won't, no listen, one will beat us. Here's what I'm saying. If they have a, if they have a mini preview of PVE, yeah, yeah. if they pull out some proxy cards from mm. the testing, like cards that they know they're never going to publish, but you can go play with some pretty broken, crazy cards from the, like, because we're in New Zealand, if suddenly yeah. you got Jason Chung going, oh, but when I, the way I wanted Wizard to be, and he's got all these like, <laughs> Banned cards are never going to see the light of day, but you can play a game with them. Yeah, like as if you're a t- like that stuff's amazing. Yeah, definitely. And it's also very hard to do anywhere but New Zealand because the office is right there. They can come up with whatever they want. Exactly. I think the timing probably works out for us pretty well too because mm. we're only a month away from outsiders <laughs> when when uh, the call. I mean, they'll probably oh, yeah, be some, outs- yes. some outsider spoilers. That's I'm, another... Ooh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, sure. if if James wants to repeat what he did at Worlds, he might end up having a whole stack of outsiders playmats he's signing yeah. that you can only get. I didn't even get one. Neither did I. <laughs> too busy. Well, we didn't have four hours to wait, did we? No, it was, too, it was just funder. <laughs> just funder, funder, funder. But on, we, yeah. on that note of James, but he's a machine, bro. Like, have you... You yeah, would have seen him. Before. Oh yeah, when he was at Singapore, he was like going from nine o'clock, yeah. all the way through to the end of the See, day, and like, I was like, "Jeez, I, I actually I don't like it." Like, yeah. I I haven't told him this, <laughs> but I I would recommend against it. Uh-huh. Problem is setting that kind of expectation of like I'll stand on my feet for eight hours uh, for the fans. It's fan. the first no, no, world. No. It's the first world. But we said that about the first calling and then the second calling yeah, and then I Lil. Think. Like he just does it. But what I'm saying is. Here's what you don't want, right? Because I, I, no one like he. I don't think anyone. No one's, that. no one's immunity will last. I know, but I know. also, you can go where because the fan expectation is that, and they'll mob you every time you stop. Eventually, like there's a lot of celebrities, yes. and he is a celebrity at his own events. Yes, that don't go to events anymore, or they don't go to specific places anymore because they know it's just pure and utter work. Now I know he derives joy out of it, yep. but you can't like. Being uh, on your feet, like what I'm saying is, he doesn't walk around with an assistant. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't have handlers or security or. Like yeah, you're gonna know. sign playmats, sign them, yeah, right? Yeah. <coughs> you want to do meet and greet with fans, do it. I, and I know this sounds like people are gonna fucking hate me for this, but if you're not even charging, like the reason celebrities charge for meet and greets yeah. is not to rip off their customers; it's to limit it to 50 people, yeah. so that the event can run. But you got James who. 
I know if James had his way, he would be watching Worlds. Does it no, make no. sense? He, he would be watching the game. But, but he does watch it at the same time. It's funny when no, he no, I know it. he'll have his phone. Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. it's like, uh, what I'm, he, I'm a fan, yeah. right? Lucky for me, I have a relationship with James. Or I can yeah. talk to him. At these events, I know I just leave him alone because if I also take five minutes and you take five minutes, we all take five minutes, he's not enjoying the event. Like I know, I know he enjoys talking to us. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's never going to tell you he doesn't, but yeah, I feel like the burnout of doing 10 events like that and oh, eventually going... 100%. Yeah, yeah like, like I said, he was a machine at Singapore. He had time for everyone, signed as much stuff as he could, tried to spend as much time, you know, absorbing the event as much as time with the fans but i will say i really commend him for this because mm. i will i know what it means to really like spend even that two three minutes with the fan to really like thank them for their time and playing the game you just got to imagine when you were a kid and you saw like your favorite sporting athletes mm. those are memories in 20 30 years time that you're going to be saying to your kids where it's going to be like hey you know who i met james white mm. You know, this game that we're built on yeah. is this is his creation 20 years from now. And look at like what he's created. I think like, you know, I'll give you a specific example of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know. They, they, man, you'll be in line and then there'll be one guy behind you. Yeah. And he's got literally, he's holding like playmats like this. Yeah, yeah. And his friends will come over and go, can you get this sign, this sign? Yeah, of course. And they want to go fucking flip him. Like yeah. what, I'm, what I'm saying I is, know. he should just have like go, no more signing. Like yeah, just, yeah. just, you can come chat to me, take a photo. Yeah. Or like Sam Yang yeah. signs one thing, writes your name down, refuses to sign again the whole event. Like I'm saying, you're right. The yeah. fan service, talking, shaking a hand, taking yeah. a photo, that's one thing. Definitely. Signing, great people want, like, listen, there's a lot of people that will never sell their signed hero yeah. card. I, I understand. And then you got the opposite where Thanks. it's like, the, the day after Worlds, it's like, oh, sign playmat, $700. It's like, that's, not, I don't want, I, I don't care, but I don't want James wasting his time for no, people I, to try and make a couple of, like, just turn that shit off. Well, like, yeah. spend time with the fans. That's well, good feedback. I think yeah. for us as the, the guys that run the event and manage the the event, that's good feedback for us because what we can probably do is just kind of say, hey, like two, maximum two signatures per person. That's, right? but that, so and what then, I'm saying is he just never has an assistant. Yeah, yeah. So he's not like, he, look, he's not, a rude, he's not a rude guy. Okay. I don't think he's the type of guy to go fuck off with that 100 player. Like I'm sure he doesn't go sign all of them. What, what we're yeah, doing? Do you get what I mean? What, like, what we're doing now, audience, is I need a volunteer <laughs> for Auckland calling. I'll do to, it to to be his. I'll hang assistant. out with James all day. You, you and I can hang so out with James you, all day. So what he needs is he needs a bodyguard Get to make back, sure. You filthy Timmies! <laughs> Wash your hands. He, he, he needs. What's what's you need the uh, Gandalf staff <laughs> yeah, yeah. with the flag. Thou shalt pass. All right. So he needs to to limit his signatures. What five minutes per fan? And then somebody needs to grab his mean, lunch. Man, five minutes is a lot okay, of time. Okay, maybe not But five. you get what I... Like, yeah, yeah. Listen, it, someone... And I know there were Channel Fireball yeah. stuff helping them at World. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's 100% should not be more than one item. Also, if you're lining up and getting a signed playmat, yeah. that should be it, man. Yeah, yeah. Put your so fucking cards out. Like, it's also... To me, I don't know. I'm not... I'm raised different. I find it so disrespectful to like... I'm, Give them a hundred things to sign. So it's different at the artist where I'm paying 10 yeah. bucks so they want as many as possible. Yeah. Man, if you've got some time with James White, fucking shake his hand, yeah. look him in the eye, whatever you want to tell him, whatever's been like, whatever you would tell the creator of the game, man, mm. I was depressed in this game. Whatever you want to tell him, tell yeah. him. Even if you want to tell him, man, Starville was shit, don't yeah. fucking do that again. Say it, <laughs> run, say it. He will take it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, he takes feedback. Yeah. He'll take it. 
pulling out 20 things. You're not even looking at the man. Okay. You may never meet him again in your life. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is for Frank. This is for Bobby. This is for Timmy. This is for Sally. Fuck off. Like, well, all was there a lot of that going on? Man, was well, there a, I don't know. I wasn't over there. the trade pages the day after. Well, it's like, uh, what uh, a waste of his time, man. Yeah. Like, I will say, he's a, he's a good spot because he signed a, a whole bunch. Sport, yeah, he, he signed a whole bunch of stuff for the judges. So the judges did get yes. a whole bunch of stuff together at Singapore and they got him to sign it. But I do get what no, you're no, saying. He's a good guy. I'm not saying stop. I'm saying you need to also look after yourself. Okay. Like, yeah. I want him to look after himself for the event's yeah. sake because yeah. I want to see him at every event. <laughs> I want him to go, you know what? Like, I love going to events. events. I feel like if you're stuck on your feet signing, yep. I know a lot of sports celebrities, a lot of music, they yes, stop man. doing it because it's like, it just ruins it. Yeah, like, ev- eventually it will, would be James going to all the events he can to like every second to eventually it'll be a once a year thing. Mm. Eventually. Mm. But that's... That's the power of being an early adopter. And I tell you all out there to get to these events in the first, especially in the first five years. Yes. Because it is part of the... That's why we went to Jersey. Exactly. Like, you part, have to go. Part of the And our friends that didn't go all said the yeah. same thing. We should have gone. Should have yeah. sold that one cold foil I have from WTR, paid for a ticket and gone. You can't replicate that experience. It's yeah. part of the privilege of being an early adopter in something because you get access. It's just like if you were like deep into Apple way back in the day, Mm. you probably could have gone to these Apple meetings or Amazon meetings in freaking Bezos' garage and you could have probably spoke to the guy when he first launched within the first two years. You could have convinced him to sell you You some shares. But but (laughs) things change 15 years down the track and I can tell you right now in 15 years' time, you're probably not going to see James White at every single event for eight hours a day. It's just no. not going to happen. So oh, dude, if that relish, like, think relish about it in it now. Yeah. I don't know what, what LSS is worth right now, yeah. but it's it's worth a lot. <laughs> I, I can't imagine if on the trajectory they're going in 10 years, like yeah. what did they have 6,000% growth yeah, for yeah. the three years? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's say that in 10 years, the company's worth just double, triple what it's worth yeah. now. Just having double the staff... Yeah. An extra set per year. He's working on a Netflix show. They're working on a novel. Yeah. Right? He's got to fucking talk to Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> who's playing in an act. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, Henry Clavel's a free yeah. agent, isn't yeah. he? No, he's doing Warhammer. Got announced today. It's 100%. Oh, shit. Send me the link. <laughs> Live action Warhammer. Fuck yes. But so he's, not, he's not doing Superman yes. or Witcher anymore. I'm sure yes. they can find him Look, for something. I, really? He's doing blood. live so, action you know Warhammer? Is that actually happening? It's signed. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's, that's why he's... So oh. I, think, I, think, I think he's a producer. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he'll be no, in no, it. No, no, he'll be in it, but he's producing oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please so I think what's Harris happened Harris is... He, oh. he was... Remember the oh. Superman mustache controversy? Remember? Yeah, yeah, Because it was Witcher clashing. Yeah, and he... So I believe the new contract said he can't because Witcher, he's got a contract with facial hair. Superman, he has a contract without literally probably how simple this shit is and you can't shave it yep. film for six weeks grow it to film you can't yeah. so he what, what happened first he got replaced in witcher because i think superman's much bigger budget right yeah. and bigger for your career yeah although oh, he's i don't know about no, no, that no no bigger for your career yes yeah, internationally I mean, yes oh, but no, witcher, he, he, witcher for me is much bad much rather dude, no it. i don't think about it. i think he got a cult following through witcher not through superman no, no, but it doesn't matter. Superman, Superman. Like, it's yeah, like no, I'm not saying Superman. It's like the Superman, corporate job you have in your resume. Uh, I'm saying for his own personal fan base. Grew I'm not disagreeing. A lot I love him in Witcher. Witcher. Like, I, if I had to pick right now, I yeah. just want him in Witcher because yeah, yeah. I'm not going to watch. I don't think I watched the show with you, Liam Hemsworth in so it. I, I just, I just want to make sure I'm break. Yeah. I'm not the first one. You know, he's not doing it anymore. No, no. So this is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. He, what I think happened is he had to pull out a Superman. Sorry, had to pull out a Witcher because of his Superman contract. 
And remember, like you and I talk about one movie thing. Yeah. Usually, when you have a Warner Brothers or Sony deal, it's not one movie. It's like a hundred mil for three movies. Yeah. Like it's that's what I mean. Bigger Witcher is a TV series. We're yeah. talking cinema's always bigger. Yeah. yeah. So he's pulled out a Witcher to do Superman. Yeah. But then this Warhammer things come up and it clashes, mm. and he's a fan and a pro- like yeah. he's a big Warhammer head. Like yeah. he's a big nerd actually. Yeah, yeah. And he's pulled. So he's pulled out a All Superman. Right, let's to do send Warhammer. him a let's send him a flesh and blood. Um, Appreciation, you know, kid. <laughs> like gift pack. Let's make it happen. What's he from England? Push the point. Get us his address. Get your Hamish, shit together. Push Simon, the point. Young trip. <laughs> fucking knock on okay. his door. You know, um, this is a trick I used to have in sales. How I'd get in the door with like, you know, try and meet a big wig yeah. and couldn't. Yeah. There was a lady. She owned a fucking building company, and I wanted to get solar on every house she built. <laughs> she <laughs> fucking couldn't get in the door. You know what I did? I bought a six hundred dollar flower bouquet. She put my number on it and got it delivered. Yeah. yeah. Got a phone call. <laughs> yeah. And I explained this to Chris Buley. He was probably the wrong person yeah. at the time. I don't think he could have done it himself. I'm yeah. like, the way you get these celebrities, if you if you put together like a custom big fancy oh. leather box, they open it, law book, some decks, beautiful cards, cold for like if you go, you curate. You yes. don't like mm. you're not sending them bullshit, you write a hand letter. But yes. what's funny is I get that shit from James. He sends us yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas hand, some socks, like right? Yeah, yeah. But if you go high end, yeah. Like what they did with Aoki, but they mm. that was silly because Aoki's like jumps around any card game. Like he's not yeah. he's doing a lot for money, not necessarily for fandom. But if you go to someone like um Cavill who's like a, an actual fan, yep. a nerd oh, 100%. who'll read the law book. Don't, like you don't need him to share. You don't ask him to share. You just send him a gift. Like, but but if you, if what I'm saying is if it's fancy and nice enough, you do get a shout out and a response. So if you just yeah, I, I'll throw it. a perfect example of what you're mm. saying. Right, is that I'm a huge follower of Gary V. So yeah. people out there, if you don't follow him, check out Gary V. But you just personalize it a little bit, right? Yes. So if if Henry Cavell is like a huge Manchester United fan or mm. whatever, just send him a Henry like a Cavell on the back of a jersey. Hey. You know, if you're a fan of uh, card games, check out our game and then check. Do you know what stuff. I would do? Yeah. Um, Volkanovski, the MMA yeah. fighter. Yeah. He's from Wollongong. Okay. Yeah. Brendan uh, was telling us that the owner of Grimdark that yeah. anything dwarf related, he's in. If yeah. Fab ever have a dwarf, it'd be very easy yeah. to get him in the game. Dwarf character, like the belittle minnowism. Yeah. That's an actual character, yeah. like a dwarf warrior. Yeah. Mm. He'd be in, right? right he's a done. short guy with a lot of power, like. <laughs> Here's what you do. Yeah. The guy's a Warhammer fan. Yeah. You do is, what's the most collectible, rare, old school shit for Warhammer? Is it a edition one of the book? Oh, man. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is Horace Heresy, you hear that? Is that the original story? Is that what it is? I'm sure if you want to go deep, if you go dig and you go, you find a mint, never opened copy of their law book from year one, it's a couple of hundred bucks, a couple of thousand bucks. You buy it mm. and you put some flesh and blood stuff with it and you go, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not hard to do. You can look on his Wikipedia and know what he likes. Mm. But you can also, all these guys have assistants. You message the assistant, we want to send him a gift. What does he uh, like? Like, but but because publicly, if you're listening yeah. to his interviews, a D&D player, he loves Warhammer, a like big Warhammer. It's not hard to send him... Like you, you, you get like you know the armies that win, like they win on whatever the yeah. art contest, the yeah. painting. You go buy one of those. I love. It's I not hard to do to get someone's attention, but if you do that to ten, fifty, hundred celebs, like Post Malone, we know he plays magic. Yeah. Why haven't? We, just make him. You know the Alan Hale's daughter, the hero card, Beatrice. 
if you made a Post Malone hero card, yeah, like yeah. the Rudy one, you know, it's not a lot of resources you get. Yeah, yeah. Proper art, all the tattoos. You find out what he likes playing in Magic. Is it aggro or whatever? You build, like, it's a warrior. So you build him his own one-on-one custom deck. You cold foil it. You send it. The guy's going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I bet I love how we love him as the fandom. <laughs> and then we're like, Listen, this is how we convert him over. I reckon what we do is we just kidnap him. <laughs> Post Malone? No, no, no. Cavill? Uh, Henry, Henry yeah, Cavill. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just kidnap him. We'll, we'll convince him. I think it's like any, anyone who's a gamer at heart. Yeah, of course. We'll, loves s- it. we'll see that type of kit yep. and we'll immediately just have a gamer moment. Yeah. They're not the celebrity millionaire. Yeah. Like that's not how they see it. Um, the reason Rudy supported Flesh and Man, he's a gamer. Like at yeah. the end of the day, he talked to James on the phone and went, oh, you're like me, like yeah. magic, nostalgia. We're from the yeah. same era. You, the minute you make it relatable, it's not hard to get to the point of let's play a game yeah. or, hey, why don't you buy some product? Like these, it's such a missed opportunity because the game's so fucking good. Yes. And even the lore is very good. Like some of these people are very much role players. Like One counter thing though, <clears throat> I like that a lot. I'd love to, you know, if we we could get Henry on board, send him something, be amazing. But, but I think that's something that has to be very targeted and very... Um, because it can be on the the reason why I say it can get on the nose. It, it you has know, to game, be authentic. Ga- it has to be authentic because gamers can sniff that bullshit. Like fans, like I know fans could get very salty if they see people, yep. you know, want to be celebs, whether it's Steve Aoki or whomever, opening up stuff. Oh, yay. And then you never see them. They don't care. Toss sure. it. You know, and they're just like, fuck, why is no, but, LSS but that, wasting all this stuff yeah. on these celebs when they could be encouraging our own people? Mm. So, yeah, I think I, I'd love to see it, but you've got to be smart with it. You can't just, like, you know, get the Uzi out and just start shooting them all yeah. down, you know? I think we're just. I think we all just fans of seeing Henry Cavill in some kind of live-action flesh <laughs> oh, and blood. My missus, the tan princess, if Henry Cavill... Honestly, she's obsessed with him, right? I'm telling you right now, my missus is obsessed with Henry big so, time. So who does Henry play, though? Which character so far? He could be Bravo. Bravo? Easy, easily Bravo. Yeah, he could cosplay Bravo. Okay. Is he, I don't know if he's angry enough to be Reinar in green paint. I don't think I, so. He, He's built. He's, He's built. built he could be star of the show. He could be show. You know, he is could the Rock Rhino. Who's Rhino? Who's Rhino? <laughs> rock would be all right, actually. Yeah. I mean, Tom Holland's got to go in there. He's another A lister, and we oh, we mentioned Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Well, before. did you see what happened at Worlds? Yeah. I, I I don't watch the show, so the guy's name escapes me. Even has a YouTube channel related yeah. to Fab now. Uh, the Karate Kid. What's it called? What's the show? Uh, oh, um, um, uh, Cobra Co- Kai. Cobra Kai. Yeah, what's the kid's name? The Hawk. New Worlds? I forget oh. his name. Hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the guy yeah. that plays got a, Yeah, yeah, he's got a YouTube channel yeah. with his couple of mates. Oh, right. you got to have him. He, he was sick. No, no, but him. It, we it, met him at look, Worlds. That was yeah. organic, right? Yeah, yeah. The guy just came. He actually already knew Unsealed, like he watches yeah. the box breaks. Okay. He cool. just turned up. No one no one was expecting him. Okay. Yeah, dude. But, but look, I understand that it can be on the nose, but, I, but, but if it's genuine, if it's not your marketing team, just... Yeah, yeah. You, like shotgun approach. Yeah. James White's sending you something. Yeah. It includes an invite to the event that's yeah. local to you. Yeah, 100%. Like I know at Worlds, was it Worlds or Jersey? I remember there were some magic celebs mm. like who weren't, they were just with lanyards getting shown around by LSS stuff. It's not hard to get like a celeb. Of course. At your event, you yeah. invite them, you offer them the VIP treatment, you offer them a tour, a little bit of plan. Just come meet some of our pro players. You get someone like, 
Hayden or even Michael Hamilton now, who's going to give you a little bit of a learn to play, like with the world chair. Like, do you know, like this stuff's not hard. That'd be cool. Learn to play with Michael Hamilton. Yeah, but th- how good would that be? Yeah, that'd be great in an event. And you don't actually. have to. You don't. Learn what I'm saying is, you don't Michael have to Hamilton. advertise it. You don't yeah. have to make it a big hoo ha. Like yeah. we're having this person. The no, you just what you got to do is if there's one person like because they already do it. They'll send packs. They'll send a box. They'll send a spoiler to people that don't really play or have a mm. box. But but it's one celeb with fifty million people that watch yeah, his course. shit. If he goes, I'm at world champ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. that's how you. That's, that's what magic is now. Magic grew a lot off this stuff because yeah. they didn't force it. But there's people that play that also have like a sports reach or a yes. movie reach. Like Post Malone's well, been like showcased a lot in a lot of fab uh, in magic content. No one I, forced it. No, I know where they got it from. Yeah. So magic didn't originally use celebrity. D&D yeah, did. Did. Mm. was the big one, yes. right? So, like, you would have Vin Diesel, these people that would mm. just come out of the woodworks. You know, like, uh, the giant from WWE and all these people would just come out of the woodworks and be like, dude. A lot of uh, actors uh, love D&D, yeah, actually. Act, yeah, these yeah. actors would come out of the woodworks and they'd be like, dude, I'm old school d and I'm, like, flushed in the toilet D&D <laughs> kid, like, super nerd that, like, plays this stuff with my friends. And they're like... Yeah, I'm old school D&D. And then I think Wizards kind of realized, I'm like, shit, man, there's a formula here, right? Like, And then I remember jo- Jordan, Go- uh, sorry, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yep. like literally pulled out his old school binder of like, you know, original magic cards. Who's that? Who's, who, who, he, Jordan, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What's he is, an actor in? I mean, he's hitting heaps like a of picture. stuff. I mean, he's huge. Huge yeah. celeb. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Like rom-coms and stuff, right? Uh, I'm just trying to think of what like. Was oh, he the guy in um? I'm bad with names, so. Oh, but he's an actor, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. A list, yeah. Yeah, so he was um, so in Batman, he was the police officer that was almost like the Robin. Yeah, like that was helping out Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah, bo- boyish, good looks kind yes. of guy. Yeah. Uh, what else was he in? He was in heaps of good stuff. He the was in Inception. Oh that's, yeah, that's yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, he was in Inception. Yeah. So, w- w- when did he make a splash in magic? When did this happen? Yeah, like a few years back, he was like on IGN or something, mm. and then he was talking about like how when he was a kid, he played magic. I'm like, dude, there's all these people that See, play this these is the games. stuff that makes me want to email James and go, "All right, mate, I'm going to move to New Zealand for a couple of years. <laughs> just let me open some doors. Yeah. Just let me let me just weasel my way. I'm good at that shit. <laughs> Find someone's assistant. Go after say that the cheddar. right things. Yeah." But it's not just money. It's like, but but also I I am aware because when I did talk to James about yeah. PVE and, and yeah. the 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 casual state of the yeah. game, which sort of doesn't exist right now. UPF no. isn't huge. No, no PVE yet. PVE is gonna be like D and D in a way. You need those products out and stuff because that's the stuff you can send to a celeb. No, of course. Who will just play with his friends yeah. or potentially um, might turn up to a store and try because mm. it's not. Oh look, I beat Hendrik. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not one-on-one combat is not everyone's forte. No, of course not. But you want to talk about PVE? Yeah. yeah. Um, last shit time was it last Thursday? I thought you, out of all the people, I actually thought you'd be the most worried about it because, in the sense that, like, Commander is your enemy. <laughs> Commander's my enemy for a couple of reasons, Brendan. Yeah. yeah. A because. I just think of it like a board game. Yeah, yeah. And if I want that experience, I'd rather play a board game. Secondly, it's not so much that Commander pissed me off because I remember EDH way back when. Mm. You know, it it was a thing that judges and TOs and maybe the odd player would play past the time in between a tournament. 
the thing that pisses me off about Commander is not the Commander community. People take, take that the wrong way with me. No. It's that Watsy destroyed other formats yes. at Commander's expense. Yes. I saw Draft get destroyed. I saw Standard get destroyed yep. because they were pumping up this Commander because it had more money in it. Oh, yeah. And all the... And hell, I don't want to go too deep here, but you had a lot of the reserve list holders pumping Commander... Yeah, my mate Floppy Taco in particular. Why do you think reserve list cards yeah, yeah. went up so much? Because in internal format, Commander is an eternal format. A lot of people and they play a lot of reserve cards. Mm-hmm. People always say it's about rarity. No, mm. sure it is. Players it's about play playability. Card. The reserve list started pumping mm. when Commander started pumping. Another pe- topic just people don't talk about, and mm. it's fucking yep. blatant to see. Mm. So. PVE is totally different, yeah, in okay. my opinion. Also, I trust James. So, I, so James is right now yep. million dollars a year. Again, million dollars a year. Here's our OP program for the whole. Mm, if yes. anything, they can't fucking tell us when the events are, but they know they're going to spend the money. Yeah, He's, yeah. They're clearly LSS, organized play, competitive play, best in the world is going to be rich this year. Like Michael Hamilton's made life-changing money this year on Fab, and mm. he probably will next year too, yeah. right? And this is still year two of organized play. I can't imagine what 10 years looks like. Maybe it's a million dollar prize pool for the winner. How sick would that be? Mm. I trust James to not. I think, I don't think you'll ever get it because there's no shareholders. James is a competitive player at heart. The devs are competitive players. They know PVE. If they get a thousand people in, you'll get two, three, four wanting to eventually, like it's a, it's the grassroots. Yeah, Mm -hmm. PVE. Your your it's co-op. Yep. It's completely different to commander. Commander's like, but if you learn the mechanics that way, yeah, you might co-op. be likely to go play a tournament because yeah. you're like, I the, understand the game. And there's no politics involved. There's no board game mm. bullshit. It's you and your mates trying to optimize to pump the shit yep. out of yep. this um, boss dungeon. So getting back to it, last Thursday I was at an LGS and they had every single one of the customers had every single World of Warcraft PVE box. Hmm. And there was four of us there and he's like, hey, have you guys ever played this? And I'm like, no, I've never hmm. never played it in my life. He pulled it out. We sat down. We actually played it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. played the first one, which is meant to be the easier one. Yeah. Molten Core or yeah. Lava Burst, whatever the fuck it's called. Hmm. We played it and oh shit, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was actually fun. I did a box like, opening for Warcraft because I was hoping it's like that. Yeah, we, we uh, like out of the four of us that were playing, the guy that was... The, the 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 raid boss he knew what he was doing because he owned it he yeah. was experienced yeah one guy in the group had played it once or twice before and the mm. other two we had never seen it before yeah. so we we're very new but holy shit the camaraderie the gene each other let's get it one more boss to go yeah. Woo! you know we we're fucking pumping it and i was like and that's Man, a, this that's is a sealed sick. product yeah. dude that's a sealed it's a product. board game yeah, yeah. yeah. and we yeah. were just like you know get, i think and, Flesh, and, yeah. and the guy would, you know, the monster would do some big attack and I'd have some like, no, evasion, and I'm going to heal you, buddy. Get in there and fuck him up. <laughs> you know, it was sick. It was like, come on, man, let's go, let's go. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was hell fun because you're in person. It's like brought me back to like, 
going to land cafes yes. yeah. as a kid yes. and there was no fucking voice communication. Yeah. You were yelling. Yeah. You were yelling across the internet cafe to your mate. He's around the corner shooting him in the fucking head. You know, someone stabs you in the knife in Counter-Strike. You're like, I'm going to get you outside. You, you know, like building up. Like Honestly, man, the cafes I went to when I was a kid was hectic. Like you know what they were like in Parramatta? They were crazy. They were stabbings they were cra- in Parramatta. Oh, it was nuts. Like actual stabbings. That's oh, why man, shut them down. it was, it was nuts. The Even the, all the way. Anyway, I had so much fun. They weren't violent. It was all shit talk. Yeah, That's the title all, of this episode. Yeah, it was all Told smack. him he gets stabbed at a land cafe. You know, it's <laughs> look, short story, but like I, I met some of my first friends uh, who played local game store at a land cafe. And that's how we met each other was swearing at each other. Yeah. Literally. I'd, I'd, I'd like headshot somebody in this game of CS. Five minutes later, they're like, you fucking cock lord, why you keep shooting me? And I'm like, okay, who are you? And then, yeah. And you'd have like people go, who's camping? Who's camping over there? You know, and it's just, oh my God, the memories, you know. But even with the um, real-time strategies. Yes. They were fun that, you yes, know, you yep. yell things out and, you know, everyone, you know, go left, go left, send forces up here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was all this collaboration. And you, you were staring at the screen like yelling. Yes. You know, and you all could hear each other's voices and pick it up. Yeah. And that's what it kind of felt like, the nostalgia, yeah, right? Yeah. I got this real sense of nostalgia playing this PVE game. Yeah. And it's like a game that have have no love for, yeah. never played it in my life, mm. but just the experience. Yeah. Factor alone Commander doesn't feel like that like No watching not Commander, at all. There's still people You fe- get the feeling That they're trying to spike it Yeah Like it's not purely social You know what right. I mean Well Commander I'm trying to kill you Yeah I'm not trying to team up with you To kill a boss Yeah, yeah. It's me It's me versus you I, I hope They get it right In the sense that You give me a box I can gift it to a friend Who doesn't play Yeah Explain the rules quickly It's got the four decks Four heroes mm-hmm. And then the boss is easy and everything's yeah. everything's easy but challenging enough that it's fun. You, you end yeah, up yeah. with some nervous mo- But then I hope that it's still, okay, I want to actually upgrade this. Oh, yeah. Okay, it says to get to level two, you got to have one legendary equipment. Fuck, what's that? Go online. Oh, tunic. That looks sick. Yeah. Shit, it's 200 bucks. All right, now we're getting, you know what I mean? Like, I hope it leads to the game growing. Well, just playing Devil's Advocate, I knew you'd love it. But like the the idea, though, I think of PVE and these other formats is, I think it'll attract a player base that isn't super competitive, mm. but likes that collaboration or just likes just want to pick up the game and just play it real. Quick. And just when you can be a bit of a kid yeah, and yeah. yell stuff out and just go hurrah hurrah, you know, have your have your popcorn, couple beers, be your friend, or whether yes. it's in a store, and you can just chill out and just you know we can pause. Okay, everyone pause. We're going to go turn the snags on the Barbie. Yep, sweet. We're going to sit down, have a feed. Well, they've confirmed that. You know, they have back. confirmed that publicly. What you'll be able to return St- to a, a game a month later. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Which sounds like D&D. Sounds like you've kept some stuff in a book. Yeah. We were here. This is what we all had. Maybe put yeah. the decks back in the same box. Mm. Well, I mean, maybe there's levels or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like but bosses and stuff. I'd love a little, I'd love a little uh, scoopy at uh, Auckland yeah. calling a little <laughs> nugget of something. I, I actually, I think they're quite far off from it. That's why. Like, but, I think they But they've said 2023. Well, they said that for a few things that might not happen in 2023. They can only do their best. Hey, Q4, At the end of the day, Q4 2023. I'm pretty sure their priorities are still the same. They've always been organized play, releasing sets that are balanced. We know that their sets are ready for mm. the year. Everything else, more classic battles, more blitz sets, like all of that I think always takes a second. It's got to be second for them. 
I like you know what I mean? If a, if a, if a game if if a set needed more testing, mm. I don't think they're putting now, resources into PVE till that's ready. Now that is where you could really do some fun with some like we're talking about we're talking about celebs. Con, yeah. Con, yeah. Oh no 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 content creation. Oh yes. Imagine some fun content we could do with PVE. No. Holy shit! Have you seen? So there's the it would be fun. The pit. What are they called? Ultimate they were um, no no yeah ultimate device the format. They were on the official page. Did you watch their video? I haven't watched it. Yeah. I, I just don't like Ultimate Pit Fight. Like, uh, but like, that, okay, but that's... Uh, it doesn't intrigue but me. That's, you know? that's what was interesting about it. Because like two couples. Mm, yeah. And the because they're just playing for fun, yeah. it's very fun to watch. Okay. okay you I'll had check like, it out. Yeah, it, it's that. It's the yelling. It's like, oh, and then, you know, one of them is still on like full life at the end because okay. they keep, they keep like, um, I think it was it, was it either, it might have been Yoji. So the whole game, he's like putting Ward out, mm. passing and then taking damage, but then not taking damage. So everyone liked him, didn't want to kill him, but then he wins because <laughs> he was everyone's friend. I'm not that into it either because I feel like, same as Commander from what I hear, it just takes one person with a super overpowered deck or like... Well, I think sorry, it's... You, you guys might need to explain Ultimate sure. Pit Fight for me because I don't fully... I haven't looked it's at it. It's Commander. If but, we didn't have to explain the whole thing. But is it like Gladiator where like they're in the arena and it's two versus two? No. No. Or is it like four people? No, no. It's four or five. Yeah. You can only attack left and right. Okay. But remember, you only draw at the um, end of your turn. So okay. it's very easy if there's four or five. <laughs> if everyone attacks you at once, you The just game's die. just... What I've heard from people, the game's just not really built to hold that mechanic well. But okay. now people are saying the rules are being tweaked and maybe it's a bit better experience. But okay. for the most part, the people I know that have played it think it's pretty you know subpar. What's funny about this, like this exact thing? <laughs> None of the stores are supporting it. Yeah, so like, so we, see how we're like... We should play it. We should yeah, play it. Yeah, okay. no, no, but, but better than that too, it's like I've asked stores yeah. who are smaller in the community, like they only get a few players. I'm like, yeah. no one's doing UPF. Do UPF. Yeah. Eventually you'll just have your own community, community yeah. it, and it probably isn't even any of us that are local but yeah. it's like people who drive an hour to play the game yeah. type they want if you're the only one doing it of course but also they don't like if i walked into a store and he had eight upf decks yeah. and you can't even play your own you just turn up yeah, yeah. Oh, i want to play merchant yeah, yeah and it's commoner doesn't matter like a store doesn't need to spend a lot of time just build the decks and next time i turn up go guys turn up an hour early we're gonna mm. fire upf yeah. i'll come like, like I'll go, but because it didn't cost... Like, right now, if we wanted to play UBF today, yeah. we're going to have to go find some Blitz decks, figure out that they're actually going to be fun to play in UBF, because my normal deck is not geared for UPF. Like, okay. it's designed to kill you, one yeah. person. It's not designed to heal and potions and set up. Do you know what I mean? Like, in UPF, you, oh, there's also no ban list. Okay. So, if I want to go super powerful, there's yeah, decks. Yeah. Like, I can play Chain with no bans. But <laughs> I, 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 I can I, play I, Seeds. I, I can play Drone. Because it reminds me of like 2v2 World of Warcraft back in the day where like one person's a tank and the other person's yeah. a damage dealer. I'm like if you can <laughs> attack and defend for each other, I mean that makes it for well, an interesting I mean, PV, dynamic. PVE could be... I, well, I that, hope PVE goes down the route of tank healer, some deep, yeah. like that stuff, the dungeon oh, crawler. Yeah. I, just, I just think PVE is a great avenue to introduce new people to the game. Yeah. Because it's so easy for me to... Uh, say to my significant other or a yes. or a neighbor, a mate, yeah. you know, someone it's from a board the, game. From the it, dog yeah. park or somewhere, I can just say, hey, mate, go on to my friend's house tonight. We're, got, we're playing this card game. Yeah, it's, beers, it's a co-op. We're going to have some beers. Yeah, yeah. Beer and and nice. then we're going to sit down 
and they're going to learn how to play flesh and uh, blood, flesh and blood um, you know, uh, just just naturally, organically playing this PVE game because we're all going to help. Yeah. We're all going to well, be like, the hey, story this writes works. itself. Bang, bang, because bang. if I played that right now with my family, yeah. right, PVE, we had fun. Because we play board games. We yeah. play Catan and Monopoly and Risk. Yeah. And then if we played a board game style fab and then yeah. they go, oh, so this is the card game you go play and you went to the US for. Yeah. Wait, th- there's a million dollars a year in prize money? Yeah. This game? Go, yeah, same mechanics. Like, you got to get better than you just did. Like, yeah. it's like playing a shooting game co-op, like Borderlands. Like, it's the same mechanics. You got to shoot at the head. and But now it's like me versus you. Mm. They go, oh, let's try that. Mm. But suddenly, if they feel com- like... The, the story writes itself because really yeah. what, what competitive play is is the aspiration of I could. Yeah. Like a lot of us that played Counter-Strike and stuff used to play for fun. Nowadays, mm. like if you're good enough, you're sponsored, you stream, you yeah. there's millions of dollars in prize pool. You will get, that's that's the, gra- the grassroots. Like 99% of people never will win worlds, but, but they can win an armory. They can win a gold for it. Yeah, they win yeah. a... But, I mean, I think it's the camaraderie of practicing, playing in events with the community, yes. that sort of stuff. Also, yeah. I think it'll bring communities together. Like, if, if all you do is every armory is you're killing each other, yeah. but then once well, a month or once every fortnight you meet up to just play PvE, and it's purely for fun. No one no one brings their A-grade deck. It's 100%. It's, it, well, it's your A-grade to beat this boss. And I've said this before. I hope they make it competitive in, like, mm. some sort of leaderboard. Like, actually... <laughs> The fastest time was turn two <laughs> in Taiwan because, like, the guy just went off. With, it was like yeah. double Kano. They just went off. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you get some people holding records. Like, okay. you could go to the leaderboard and go, "What's the quickest like a, time this boss ever got killed?" It yeah. was it was one turn. Yeah. Or like, imagine like you kill a boss turn zero. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> people like you know. I'm like, sure. I want people to break it. Yeah, like, yeah. I want people to go. Oh yeah, we actually the weakness of this boss was you go triple Kano and a merchant. Mm. <laughs> or something <laughs> stupid I don't know oh, That would be sick Yeah <laughs> I did it yesterday I, Like for, as an example I played Dromai Yeah And I stole someone's potion <laughs> Then fucking drew a Command and Conquer It's a red line deck Usually I have to pitch For the Command and Conquer Yeah, yeah. But I just 30 damage turn Because I stole his potion <laughs> Like it's like It's like breaking the game Like <laughs> it's. I'm not supposed to have a blue, blue in the deck But mm-hmm. I have one now one Yeah, yeah. Oh Exciting stuff. They're, this year, like people are saying it, but this is like the first full calendar year they'll have with no COVID, yeah. no restrictions, 50 battle hardens. Yes. Also, well, like new relationship, like your relationship's newer with them than Channel yep. Fireball, like mm. new TOs, new yes. big events. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm on the inside a little bit. Like for you guys, what's your prediction for 2023? What do you want to see for next year? Like I'm one excited. For, so there'll be two... You don't have to go conservative. You can no, go no, no. pretty um, outlandish. <clears throat> Man, what do I want? I want Dory to be S tier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think the most exciting thing is everything they haven't announced. So we know okay. two draft sets are coming. We know outside. Yes. Great. That's all exciting, but you're expecting that. Yeah. It's seeing what the Professor product is going to yes, be. It's seeing it. PVE if it comes out. Yeah. That shit's... Anything new, mm. anything new, even even classic battles. I'd love to see like four new classic battles. That'd be sick. Yeah, I think the Professor product is quite unique. Like, have you really seen that in the market before? Like, where somebody's collabing on a product, it'd be interesting to see. What he just did with Game Genics is yeah. really impressive. Yeah, like I know he's got because he is a gamer at heart and he's a critical thinker at heart. Mm. I I know it'll be good. Mm. I know it'll be. Well, good. Well, I don't think he'll allow his name to be on. That's it what I mean. Like, it'll be. 
Yeah. But, but it's also added resources. They're not paying him, right? Yeah. It's like it's like they con they've got a contract partner on this product. Yeah. Just extra resources, extra yeah. set of eyes. I don't think it'll fail. It'd be good. Yeah. How about you, Paul? I'd like to see the play brace grow by thirty percent. That sounds like a tall order, but mm. um it's all no, achievable. I, I, think I think it's achievable and I think it's needed. Like all the things we've spoken about in this episode, yeah. they're all underpinned by player growth. Yeah. Whether it's yes. starting your own website, selling single, doing anything, tournaments, battle hardens, you know, incorporating holidays, getting movie stars, mm. PVE, everything we're speaking about on this podcast today is literally all underpinned by player growth. Yeah. Without players, without the growth in player numbers, that it just that doesn't execute. We've said this before on the pod and, mm. and you probably have, you mm. can actually do this without mm. permission. Mm. There needs to be way more learn to plays. It should be once a month in these big stores and it should be fully helped by LSS. Like it yeah, shouldn't, yeah, I don't think LSS should be waiting. I think it should be at least at push advertise to your sh- shops going, here's the learn to play kit. Yep. Register for it once a month. We'll send it to you. 100%. And push because the learn to, like we did a learn to play locally, three brand new players, probably mm. eight newish players mm. where it was low pressure not an armory we're just like talking about the game and that's a it's, huge increase by the way if, it's it, the only learn to play i've ever been to which is fucking crazy if, yeah. if you only have an armory that's consistently getting 12 to 14 players and you get three brand new players turn up it's to a lot player, that's a huge percentage but increase that's what i'm saying that's that the actual gap is lss not they have this top heavy focus yep. pro players michael hamilton it's all fucking great even the content you see around yeah not like a big chunk of it is geared to that. There's still new player content. Um, Jackie's doing great. Sloop does great videos. Yeah. Uh, we play best. We do best. Whatever. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. There's a lot of like, but the lads, but, big but shout the out. Real to them, way actually. to learn flesh They're and great. blood is uh-huh. you're you're a magic player. There's a big banner. You go. Oh, learn to play free entry tomorrow at seven. That's how you grow the game. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. And then oh wait, I get a free deck. Yeah, because Magic does that. You get a free deck when you go to learn to play. I believe. Like, I don't understand why this isn't a monthly thing. I think every store twelve times a year. Yeah, getting a learner. Like, if I was a store owner, I wouldn't be fucking asking permission. I wouldn't be waiting. I would be losing money on it. But because I know if I get two, three new players a month. That that by the way, two three players a month is thirty to fifty players a year. Thirty fifty players a year is actually more than any store I've been to has on a well, weekly basis. Anyway, I, I always say to store owners. Once again, it's the same kind yeah. of conversation with stores. I think of how much money I've spent over the years on TCGs. If you get one of me in the game, <laughs> mate, it's you a can, couple of million. Dollars yeah, like in you, 10 you, years, you've yeah. got more than enough money to. You shouldn't but, be complaining. But about again, me. you don't need like you don't need a hundred players. You need ten. Yes, ten more than you have now. Correct is more than likely double your turnover on that particular product. Hundred yeah. percent. But if I mean, if you're a player, you should talk to your local game store. Have that kind of communication where if you want to play Flesh and Blood, like. Learn to play. To, any store that comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to do more learn to play," I'm like, "What do you want? What yeah, do you what need? do you need? What do you need?" Right? Because we understand so, it's the lifeblood of the game. Like, yeah. you know, for us, we're going to spend some time in February on the Taipei Game Show, doing a lot of uh, learn to play for that. Uh, the guys in uh, Vietnam, AMA and Happy Box, those guys are going nuts, bringing on new fans in Vietnam. So, like, the stores that get it. They're, 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 they're trying doing to, yeah they're doing it right like they're not waiting for me to do it or LSS to do it they're going to do it anyway and even for us it's like we know we need to bring more and more fans into the game and bring them in the stores so if your store isn't doing it 
once again, that's the basic stuff that we talk about before where we're like, well, are you advertising events? Are mm. you doing... If you're not doing learn but to also play if events... You're not- every week teaching someone to play the game. Yeah. Even like over the counter, like yeah. grab the classic battle, go, this is what it looks like. Yeah, but even stores even understand and they know. So yeah. I'm not preaching to like saying anything new, but people fall out of the game for all kinds of reasons. Yes. Family, life. Oh, there's an attrition use. rate. Yeah. Yeah. So you need or people to people lo- stop for a set or two. Like they go, yeah. I didn't like the meta and they stop playing for 100%. a bit. 100%. But so you need to fill that bucket up again of new mm. players. And one of the other things too is, the game is now getting to that age now, almost three years, where it's like there are players that have dropped off and they can come back. Yeah, and so you need to also. Oh, we've re- had a few locally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you need to make sure that those players can re-enter, and a new set is a perfect way to do that because yeah. it's like, especially a draft set, yes. right, where they can just play without having to. Yeah, yeah. Pick up and they also end up picking up some cards, and that's why here. historically. Uh, Magic pre-release weekends always were the highest numbers in stores. Yep. It wasn't new players. Mm. It was returning players. Because they know the mechanics. Yep. They, they can yeah. draft the it's, same as it, you can It's draft. a great yeah. time to re-enter. Oh, yeah. it's a fresh standard, yeah, fresh yeah. set. Let, let's come back. And the other thing too is these decks that have gone to uh, living legend status, mm. once they have a home, mm. do you know what I mean? These mm. fans that may have exited because maybe their deck was obsoleted. Well, you might only be able to afford one deck. Like, yeah. yeah. And they'll they'll be able to come back and oh, do their thing. I'm really looking forward to Living Legend format. I they know. haven't announced that. That might come in 2024. Who knows? Don't worry. I've already, I've already polished my uh, Prism deck to make sure it comes back. But the yeah, but they're releasing a new Light Illusionist this year, regardless. Yeah, but there's some. It might be Prism. I know, but I, there's something special about your first deck, like your first sure. CC. But, but it won't be the same Prism, even if it oh, is I'd, Prism. It'll be yeah. Star of the, like they'll change. The yeah, it'll be different sure. ability though. But it could play completely different. I think I think it's going to be all the ward. But you know Ward what? equipment and oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd but, be pretty sweet. But this is the thing that'll make it so interesting is is eras because we always talk about eras in Magic where it's like Chase the Mind Sculptor in its time was you know the bomb right. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you get to play Prism against Bravo against all these other yeah. decks, but with all the new cards as well, if if you yes. can play with all the new cards and there's no ban list, it's like. This you know, be Living like, Legend being the Wild West yeah, is the way yeah, to do it. Yes. No bands. Yeah, no bands. Don't touch it. Just let it go. You can play Chain with Duskblade. Just let people go ham. Yeah, yeah. Because you shouldn't be complaining. It's not the real game. It's yeah, like yeah. you picked the format. Of oh, no. I think, I think we'll see. Look, uh, I, I have no doubt. I don't, I don't want to put a number on it. Let's just say five years, maybe six years. We'll see Living Legend callings. Yeah. 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 Format well, callings. Main I, event. I don't Main event. You think so? Yep. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I guess because it's like a it's a cool meta to solve, isn't it? Oh it just it's like you got this deep player. Yeah. It's just like it, how we see modern GPs for magic. Yeah. Or or back did we when we had le- yeah, we had yeah. the occasional legacy ones yeah, yeah. as well. Like That'd you, be sick. Yeah. Um, there's always a little piece of deep down that wants to watch us watch the world yes, burn. Yes. Like watch these decks. That's just why when Blitz world. for Worlds, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Gen Hayden like would have top eighted if there wasn't Blitz because yeah. he went like three, two, three in Blitz. Yeah. Big, and he uh, got pretty Blitz, unlucky. Blitz yeah. made but, break but people. But that's funny because like, <laughs> sorry, Hayden. It's funny to me because it's watching the world. It's spectating yeah, that yeah, is course. funny. Yeah. You having to play under those conditions oh, of is not very fair. But, but for spectating, it makes it way more. And yes, I'd love to see like someone's Dusk Blade at 15. Because yeah, yeah. it's like never should have been printed. But hey, you wanted to play Living Legend. You, you stepped into the arena. Like, you know, <laughs> watching watching Bravo and Prism and these decks off the chain. Yeah. Like just unleashed. Is, yeah. there's, there's a little bit yeah, of yeah. fun in that. Ball Lightning Briar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
But it, yeah, no bands would be crazy. Yeah. But there's some decks you just can't deck out. Like you couldn't, you know what I mean? They could block you all game. And when you're out of cards, they could just keep pitching, attacking, yeah, pitching. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's been two hours-ish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Any last words? Uh, See you in New Zealand? Yes. You're, you're going to be there? Uh, I, I'm trying to free up my schedule okay. to be there, but it makes sense. I'll try to... Because I actually head back to Taiwan like on the first or second week of January. Okay. So I've got to be back in February to, to come out and check out the calling. But it'll be good to catch up with the LSS yeah. team. Uh, they've actually hired quite a few new guys, so it'll be good to see those guys. And We're hoping catch to up set up Funder there. Yeah, yeah. Might even end up recording an episode with you in oh, the, in the LSS person. office. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a couple of months yeah, away yeah. that we'll have more well, stuff we'll, to talk about. We'll start about. putting the Funder schedule today, uh, together. Um, the run sheet yeah. for Funder. We'll start putting We've got to sit down for half an hour. We'll get it. We'll yeah, get we'll it nut done. it out. Yeah. Um, Anything from you? No, it's just, hey, Merry Christmas to yes. all of our oh, viewers. Yeah. We'll, um, yep. we'll do, uh, this will be our last episode before Christmas and then we'll probably do what? We'll resume next week I'm in the new f- year. I'm not super busy. Yeah, yet. okay. So, yeah, so we'll do, that'll be like a New Year's episode. Yeah. Um, More than likely, yeah. What, what's the date next Wednesday? I have no John? idea. We can um, do a 2023 New Year's list. Like <laughs> next Wednesday is the 28th. So okay. All no, right. it, they, we might have another New Year's Eve episode. It'll come out on the 28th, 29th. Yeah, okay. So if, if we, I mean, guys, it's a crazy time of year. That's why last week was a no. Mm. <laughs> um, we're doing our best. Also, a lot of our resources are going to get this show on the road too because – I mean, we love having repeat guests. Yeah. Uh, Phil will be back. Yeah. Uh, Hayden will be back at some point. Like, we have great people to talk to locally, but it's super cool when we get, like, mm-hmm. people that are from a different country that also, like, the professor was insane that we got. Yeah, yeah. Is someone everyone recognizes, but you're not going to get him on a video call. It's not the same. No, no, you want him in person. A couple of, you have, I don't know if you noticed, a couple of other podcasts got him on. After us, yeah, it's not the same. No. We had him hungover in that chair, <laughs> <laughs> two oh. coffees deep. I was right there with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trust me, <laughs> two coffees um, deep. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, no. So, Merry Christmas, to everyone. We really appreciate. This is our first year doing this podcast. Mm. We've received tremendous support um, in the comments, um, private messages you sent to John and myself. We really, um, you know, this is the first time John and me have done anything like this being podcast hosts. And John, thanks for all your efforts behind the scene. Thank and you too. Thanks to the guests. Thanks to all the guests that have joined us to give up their time to be here in the uh, Ivory Tower of Flukes. If we do an episode next week, we'll be dressed up. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah have, that, we'll have some Santa hats or something. Yeah, that'll be good. Sure. But <laughs> no, it's been a hell of a year. Let's yep. keep the momentum going into 2023. And... Yeah, and and to help out the tour, Timmy, what can all the fans do to help support the channel? <laughs> Subscribe, hit that bell, stick that thumb up. Your no, don't do that. <laughs> but yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Go sus- subscribe to the tall Timmy. He's not far from two k. Very close. I think I'm going to hit three thousand before the end of the year. I have a, a secret weapon. Well, I've got a case of alpha. Okay. That's arriving. Actually, up. It's probably downstairs. Okay, it's sweet. Um, the courier said today. They're going to sell the packs at under retail. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that particular stream might just go off. Okay. Damn. And I might do it Christmas Maybe Eve. Maybe I should treat myself for a Christmas present. I'm doing 169 AUD, which Oof. is under 4,000 a box. AUD, which is like right now they sell for 3,500 US. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. But right. I, when I get it cheap, I sell it. I, I try not to like, 
I also don't want to pay tax, man. Like, <laughs> last thing I want is get taxed for All my right. card shit. So you know what I mean? Anyone of the IRS or works for the IRS, <laughs> you need to. No, no the ATO for oh, me. ATO. I, no, no, I declare it. Okay. It goes in my bank account, but I'm not trying to make like a thousand, two thousand dollars a box or something like that. Okay. But yeah, um, you should buy some alpha packs. Do you have any pink strip cards? Uh, yes, I do have. Good, yeah. But I think it's from you guys from early when I yeah. first started. So, and then I've just kind of kept a lot of people have never like a lot of people buy the packs. They don't even own a single pink strip. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not super easy to get. Yeah, but, I um, love my pink foils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pink belows. Mm-hmm. We call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pink belows. But you know what we'll do to help try to, to push the numbers? We'll do some giveaways and stuff uh, for Auckland Calling and stuff through you guys as well. Right, look, we're game. Yeah, we yeah. want to do giveaways. Um, you know, massive. Our other, uh, I guess, uh, returning guest Phil is going to be there in mm. Auckland. Correct. Yeah, he'll be there. I'm sure he, I'll pay his ticket if okay. I have to. Yeah. Well, yeah, the plan <laughs> no, is... He, uh, I'm sure he is. The plan yeah. is, yeah, maybe uh, Phil, uh, John and myself will do some Team Blitz Challenge event. Yeah, we might do calling. it at a store the night before yeah. the calling or we might, yeah. if we can do get it some maybe support at the calling. from LSS, do like a side event. Like, well, I'm not against... On the Friday. I'm not against the TO selling the tickets for the event, Yeah. right? But it's like, you verse us, you guys call us, go, okay, we've got a team that wants yeah. to verse you and there's something on the line. Yeah. Like let's say it's fifty bucks entry for the team, and then it's they get a box if they win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure. Well, if we win, they get nothing. Like <laughs> no, no. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It'll be fun because Team Blitz is really fun. You, me, and Phil, the banter will be next level. Like you wouldn't even care if you win or not. Really, by the time we're done, because we will roast you to your face. Phil will Phil will rap battle you to your face. It'll be quite fun. We haven't even asked Phil yet, but I'm sure he'll be down. I'm sure you can uh, <laughs> dress up in your, uh, have your uh, bandana on. and yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the Akubra. No, no. Well, listen, Akubra. if we're going to do it, we're going to have a team outfit. Don't worry. It's okay. going to be, it'll be lit. It'll be lit. Well, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> All right, guys. And do subscribe if you're still here. Definitely. We'll, we'll do something big at a thousand. We just don't know what it is. Yeah, but have a safe Christmas. Take care. Spend time with your loved ones. And uh, we'll see you just before New Year's. Sure. All right. Thank you. Let's go say do you guys do live that was awesome. Do you guys ever do a live fun uh fun night?